찾아가 둥구스둥구스도 Not yet. Are we, we just, jumbo hot dogging? We just got out the hot dog. Oh man, the time is holy cow! I've got to, I've got to start speeding. That's all right. Look, the man in front of me. Yeah. Look, we had a big event last night, Boy, so we, we can't did. blame him. All right. He's shaking hands. He's shaking babies. He's kissing hands. Ladies and gentlemen, the man in front of me, who I think should run for politician. I know we're rooting for Matt Bearden, but this is America's father here. Oh. He's in the Radio Texas Hall of Fame. Or the other way around. A soon-to-be Tesla truck owner. Well, I haven't checked my email this morning. A man that even when he's not wearing camo, even though he is, you can't see him. (laughs) All right? You don't want to see him. He's a father, lover, a husband, uh, somebody, some of your women side dudes. Ladies and gentlemen... That man's name is Bobbitt Vaughn Sega. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. What's up with my volume here? I'm all the way up on my my headphones. I don't hear myself. There we go. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, the man straight ahead, the hardest working man in show business, a heavyweight champ in every aspect of his life, ladies and gentlemen. And there are. It's a cavalcade of aspects that this man uh, is involved in. Too many things. I can only speak of the legal ones, though. Like going to get tacos from food trucks or, or uh, you know, knocking guys out in the ring and all that stuff that he does. But then there's the, you know, there's the side projects that uh, we can't we can't really speak He's about. He's a man who's going to get his own breakout T-shirt this weekend, just in time for the holidays. We're going to put it up for grabs. I haven't showed it to you. There's two versions too. What? There's a version and there's a limited version. Uh, you know I love limited, limited, and uh, but that's that's we'll talk about all that stuff later. Been working hard. Uh, but it's not about me; it's about him, ladies and gentlemen. Our producer, put your hands together for Mr. Chewy El Dorado. Thank you so much. Love it when he does that. Hercules, Hercules. And now the man that. Go ahead. He's finally here. Look, Do it. He's a man that he's been on sitcom television. Yeah. I think around the same time Paul Reiser was on. All right. You know how hard it is to compete with Paul Reiser? Folks, he's a man that's been a comedian, still is a comedian. He's just taking a step right off the of stage and in with us here in the studio. Into your hearts. He leads the show. He's the head of this three-headed monster. He's at the forefront. Ladies and gentlemen, that man's name, Matt Bearden! Hey now. Thank you so much. Thank you so How much. How this work? We've got, we've got a new award. Well, it's not really an award. We already introduced Bob? Yeah, I said something about him. Yeah. It wasn't very kind, but... Uh, our audience of one brought in a bunch of food, so... What? Bug's going to be busy. Um... Wow, we had a night last night, didn't we, guys? It was oh, a good night. A, that was oh, one of the night. best nights in, I don't know. Night for, history. In my career here, 
I never. I don't think I ever felt better about an event. Oh wow! Because it was all there that you could you could see it. There's a lot of times we've done stuff. We come by, drop off a check, or drop off some money, or do mm-hmm. the Venmo, or whatever. And you don't really, you know, we don't have a big wad of cash on the table where we're broadcasting to look at and go, oh, we did good, right? Mm-hmm. But to see two full, two or three full pickup trucks. Full of toys for leaving, children. leaving, leaving the venue with toys, mm-hmm. and the sponsor or the you know the the what, what, would, you, what would you call them the the, the organization the yeah. charity being so like oh my god this is the best we've never got so many toys at one time since the like the since the days of the parade you know that felt didn't that feel good to you guys yeah it to says get we that need kind a, of uh, says we need a Matt and Bob I mean, parade you should never when you're doing stuff for charity. Pat yourself on the back, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it was gratifying to see everybody come out because the listeners turned out last night. Well, it they it, turned it's out for the children. It, it did. It, it the event took a turn for the worse at the Why, end. Why it doesn't take us long, does it? To, it, it doesn't, what happened? We, I had, we celebrated all of 45 seconds, and now we're already turning for the worst. Okay. <laughs> Well, you should hear me out. Okay. <laughs> Chewy, you've gotten some gifts from Little Hickey over the year, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Usually like brownies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She oh, yeah, has have... little sweet treats. You know, fresh baked. She's grandma, you know. So well, she's, I, I mean, wouldn't call her grandma, but. She's, but they've know. got uh, brownies, maybe just some flour. Yeah, she gives a, a mom feel with some sweet treats. Oh, she's a gardener too. No, she brings oh. some weeds. To oh, 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 okay. Who's dry snitching? Speaking of that, where's Smokey? He's out today, man. He had a long night. Last all night. I know is he took all the toys he <laughs> last to, night. He had to test all the toys. Well, go ahead. Little Hickey brought me a gift last night. Oh no! Don't say it. What? How much? You know how much those were? I don't know. All I know is that apparently the Blue Santa people took my gift. Are you sure it was a Blue Santa and not just... It was sitting on a table with them where they, they ended up sitting after they got there. I had set it on a table. and What apparently... was it? What was it? Was it a box? Yeah. It was, was wrapped. Sil- silver. Oh, I no. had that. But what was on... Someone put it Why on... Why do you have it? Because someone put it on my stack of records that some guy brought oh my me. my God, this is so but much But I didn't better. open it. I didn't open it. Do you realize that it was my... Do you realize that what was happening is some kid on Christmas morning was going to open up weed? Oh, I, no. I have kind of a similar story, but I have it, and I didn't open Something told me right. not to open it. I was it, so worried for a literally, second. Oh, my God. How could night, you sleep at night? I haven't slept all night. I've been thinking about the fact that we sent... I don't know that that's it what's had in a there. Little just, tiny ribbon on it, silver ribbon. Little little I, hickey brought this. And she said, okay, "Hey, this I is for it. you." And, and she I gave me a wink, it. and she said, "This is something you once said on air you never get to have." And so I brought it for you. I thought it was fun, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Can you wait? Till and I was all excited, and then we spent we spent fifteen twenty minutes searching the whole place looking for it. And I was like, "It was right here on this table." And then somebody said. The table where all the blue Santa people were sitting, and I was like, I don't know where blue Santa Someone was sitting. Stack that, and they said, "Look, it was." I said, "It was just right here in the middle of this table." Yeah. I saw it, and they said, "Oh, that's where the blue Santa people." They must have gotten up, picked it up, and left with it. And I said, "Oh my god!" And they said, "Well, what?" And I said, "That came from a listener. I have no idea what's in there." 
But that could end up in some child's hand on Christmas okay, Day, now, and they're going to be like, oh, my God, a double-ended I, dildo. Now I see why we don't host the parade. It's on my uh, dining room table right now. Can it wait till Monday? Made a I did not open it. Something told me not to open it last night, but someone had put that is, it. That is fine. My, someone put it right on top of that stack of vinyl So you just assumed it was me. yours, and I'm fine with that. I thought maybe this somebody was solution. like, oh, I'm going to surprise Bob. This is a solution, Bob. Yeah. This is a solution to the issue that I went home with last night, which is... Oh my God! Those kind-hearted, God-fearing, well, I've got- Leo-loving Blue Santa people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are going to know what kind of deviant, miscreant, no good, rap scallion but, SOBs we are, and but our not listeners until are. the kid ate the chocolate. Well, I've got to put out a blanket. <laughs> I've got to put out a blanket apology to the uh, mothers and fathers out there. Uh, we went and did. We went toy shopping before the event yesterday. We went to five below, below five, under five, less than five, whatever it's called. I got five on it. So we could. Well, yes. I think we. You know, we each dropped a pretty good amount of money to get a bunch of toys, mm-hmm. a variety of stuff, Hot Wheels and and uh, uh, athletic balls and and things like that. And I bought a little bit. I bought something for myself. Do you remember what I bought? For, for myself, yourself? yeah. Do you remember when I saw yes. it? I went, "Oh my God, I've never seen that." I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna Uh-oh. buy that. You, you bought uh, a Funko Pop of. Well, I don't remember. You, there was Joan Jet you were looking at. Right. There was also was Larry Mullen to... Jr. and there was The Edge. Yeah. I got I'm... the I got Silvio from The oh, Sopranos because I've never seen it, what? and I and so I just when I rang out, I just threw it in the bag with. You know, twenty other yeah. toys or whatever. Lucky, and I forgot to take it out of the bag. So that's in the blue Santa. It's not the end of the world that some kid is going to get a Sil uh, a Silvio from the Sopranos. It's just Steve Vincent action yeah. figure. Yeah, say it's he's Steve like Vincent. he's like he's got to pose like this. Like he always, you know, he can but play the bad guy in the. If you're villains. a parent and your kid gets that. I will happily, you know, after the holidays, exchange it for a Buzz Lightyear or a Stitch figure or something. Dude, did you hear one of the dudes what he brought? What? So he worked for Marvel. Oh, and he yeah. Worked for comic, he would go to the Comic Cons. Yeah. And he's like, well, I had like a hundred models that we made, Marvel models. They're one offs. Oh, Made wow. by the Marvel Studio. They're one offs. They're not. You can't get them. Right, right. I wanted to. They're mock-ups. The he's like miniatures. He's like they're probably for collectors would be worth thousands. He's like, um, I lost my wife and my children, and I saw this event was happening, and I want, I want, I wanted to put, I wanted kids to have those. My kids loved them, and and I wanted, I want other kids to see them. O-M-G. I don't want to sell them on eBay or whatever. I want other kids to. So him. someone, it's like winning a lottery. Some kid's going to get something. He's not going to even know. He's going to have he's, an original Iron he's Man. He's literally not going to know. Got to know that he's got a super collectible miniature that was yeah, used was like, in I've the got production like, of a. I've got like twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of these one-off models that I put in there. He's like, but I want, a, I want a, just a kid to have it that doesn't know what it is because I want them just to be able to play with it like my kids did. Right. And, and no, I didn't and get not into the know details what of saying. what that happened. That is a beautiful story, though. It was, he Bob was wants pretty to go get them right now. I think it happened very recently, and he was he was very kind, and and uh, you know uh, he was he was moved. He was having, I mean, obviously he's he's had a really rough year, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean I thought it was kind of a wonderful move, and that's why I didn't say to him, "Hey man, which bag did you put him in?" Yeah, because 
I'm gonna, maybe I should dig through that bag and break me off one or two. You got the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Well, look at how sad Bug is over there hearing this. Bug's like, hey, Bug, all you got to do is become a little child who's had a really, really rough year. Which, okay, <laughs> never mind. You cross off both. You're fine. Maybe we can get one for you. Okay. Um, we can yeah. You, we can get you something from here, you know, take that's, with you. There's that's a, mad decent of them. Um, there was also a big box of money. Of cash that people donated too that oh, yeah, was going yeah. to Blue Santa. So they and they couldn't have been cooler. I think this should be our thing in the years going forward. If we have years going forward, I think we should I think we should lean in the Blue Santa. They really need the help. They I it made me feel good because you know, they have lots of these throughout the year. They used to have you know, we'd all, I'd been to those Chewy's giving a Chewy parades, which the you know, the, the amount of trucks they fill there was just insane. Insane, right? And we 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 kind of threw this together. When I say we, I mean the the station as a whole, um, the promotions department and, and marketing, uh, uh, L.A. Todd, uh, us, uh, Johnny Rude, Drew, everybody, Lucas, Adrian, Adrian, and um, yeah. and so, uh, but it was thrown together very because we just said we got we want to do something for community, and we we reached out to them. The woman was so moved. He was leaving it. She goes, "This is we we haven't had a thing this big." In years, and they kept telling. And I, me, I was stunned that I was like, I, I didn't said. feel like that. I would be that big. I felt like it was just like a right. little action. She's like, no, this is very, very helpful. It, it made me feel really good. Debbie, and, you know, Debbie explained to me with the with the so many new people moving to town for us, mm-hmm. Blue Santa is synonymous with the city, right? Right. It was well, been around with for seventy December, years or something. You know, every every year from Thanksgiving to to the end of the holiday season, New Year, it was Blue Santa. She goes, well, all the new people moving to town, she goes, we have to educate people. They don't know what Blue Santa is. I didn't realize that when we've been saying Blue Santa into the microphone for a while. She's like, no, we, we have a real problem because more than half the people here have never have never heard of Blue Santa. They don't know what it is. They don't know what we do. It's all about that red Santa these days. That son of a bitch. I'll I tell you what, if I see him in the hallways, I swear to God, I'm going to get him by the scruff. I'm going to put him up against the wall. Wife. Oh, my oh. God, her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married, so I get, to, I get to all the same joy as he does. That stupid bun on top of her hair with a sewing needle through it. He's walking, walking around. With all, the, he's walking around with all of his deer, and I'm like, "Go back to Lakeway, bitch." <laughs> Man, that was cool. Though. And we're gonna we're gonna find you. We're also gonna tell you next week uh, how you can also volunteer and help. Uh, there's more to do. Yeah, it's we didn't more know about that. just collecting toys. I didn't know we that. We learned either. a lot last night. We learned a lot last night. It was a, it was a it was a good time. I was really happy to see. Both of you guys. I started to talk to you a lot much, of pictures. but I think, no, it's, it's I think you thing. guys were in the same position I was in. I mean, they were so many listeners. Got to meet some new listeners that I, I didn't get to, you know, hear from. I was straight up the whole time, shaking hands, rubbing elbows, saying hey to people. Thank saw you, some Justin. old people I haven't seen in a while. Saw a bunch of, not a bunch of new faces. That place was packed with listeners, and it was kind of nice. I got, I'm glad we chose it because we said... You know, I'd heard so many listeners talk about that bar. I was like, I haven't been there in 25 it's years. Perfect venue for that. And so many listeners are like, yeah, this is where I am every day. I actually, before I heard about the show, I saw the poster here. I um, didn't see uh, what Tesla Dan brought. He better brought something big. Brought, he brought his wife well, and his beautiful daughter. That did you see? It's a girlfriend. Don't don't see block him anywhere oh. else. Did you see though, like how different he looked as like a family dude? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I even told him, I was like, Tesla Dan, you seem like a respectable, kind, generous human being right now, standing out here with your daughter. He's not. And uh and your lovely lady. All right, let's get done. Right. I got you. I got your box, dude. I'll bring it Monday. Thank All you, right. Blue Santa. Mornings with Matt Safe. and Bob. Woo! Powered by Chewy. Sawyer's in here for his final morning. Sawyer's yeah. Good mood. 
Holiday Spirit Friday. Yeah, this one goes out to Santa. Woo! Ride that storm out, baby. That's right, Sanders. Of any color. Click, click. Let's get back to what we've been talking about uh, all week. Most insane rock music stories uh, of all time. And I thought we will stretch this out. We haven't actually, we've had fun talking about it, so we haven't gotten too far. And uh, we may have a couple left over for next week as well, which I'm pretty excited about. At number six, this one is one that I think hit a lot of Texans in the gut, especially a lot of our fans. Now, I know not everybody out there is uh, is into the metal. Not everybody's into the shred and all ah, that. It's a little intense sometimes. Yeah, some of you folks like a little more your, uh, what's his name, Brian Adams? Michael Bubbles. Yeah, I mean, My, hey. Michael Bubbles. <laughs> And I got no judgment against you. No, you, no, you, you like what like, you like and you right. enjoy it. And you Absolutely. don't throw a fit. Is that but the thing? if you're someone who loved metal and you love shredding and you love face melting and you grew up anywhere in the Arlington, Fort Worth, Dallas area and then that expanded to all of Texas. Pantera? You love Pantera. Oh, man. Cowboys from hell. <sighs> Almost 20 years ago to the day. And 19 years ago today... It was December 8th, 2004. Dimebag Daryl, he's a legendary guitarist of Pantera and Damage Plan. He's on stage. Mm-hmm. He's playing during a Damage Plan performance. That's the band he formed after Pantera. He's uh, on stage. His br- a brother, Vinny Paul, is also there, a Pantera veteran. Yeah. And a man uh, there at the Al Rosa Villa nightclub in Columbus, Ohio. Shredding away. Audience is loving him. Last show before they take their break, and they're going to be off the road for a month for the holidays. And uh, a man named Nathan Gale, suffering from PTSD from his time in Iraq. He's furious that Pantera had split up. You know, we'll never know exactly what was going through his head. He got up on stage and just started opening a fire with a handgun. Uh, dime bag, three others are killed. Several oh several God. wounded in the, in the uh, venue. An off-duty police officer killed Gale before further harm could be done. And uh, I don't think, I think there's a lot of Pantera fans who've just never really fully gotten over that. And I know that because, well, there's still a hiccup when Pantera, quote-unquote, reformed, which is, you know, all new members basically doing Pantera, but all had the best wishes from the family. I think they were, I mean, Metallica obviously is at the forefront, but Pantera really kind of made metal what it was. And, I mean... Feels racist, but Pantera and their music, I mean, that's quintessential metal, I think. Why does that feel racist? No, the, the lead singer's name is Phil. Oh, I thought you yeah. said it feels racist. No, it doesn't feel racist. I said <laughs> Phil is racist. But. Yeah. Well, Phil's got some learning to do, right? Sure. Don't they all? Um, anyway, shout out to that. That was exactly, that was 19 years ago today, which is uh, an odd thing to have ever. And uh, next story for today. Metallica bassist Cliff Burton dies in a bunch of Yeah, sorry to be all death, death, death. Is it all death? Death, I mean, there's so many crazy stories in September 27th, 1986. Metallica's touring in support of their third hit record, Master of Puppets. Master! Master! Boy, everybody sat up with that. Well, you got excited, Boog. Leaned in. Where were you? Oh, man. You're on the phone. See what happens when you're on the phone? You miss a, Your you generation miss, needs to put it down. You miss a little. you could have been there for the second. <laughs> Master! Master! See, so he's there for Master. that one. No, 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 no. That's it. We did it. We did what we needed to do. There's no need to get into the transition. 
while on a tour bus in Sweden, uh, disaster struck that night. The, the, the driver loses control of the tour bus, hit a patch of ice, they skid off the road, they flip over. Most of the vehicle's occupants, they get up, scratches, bruises, that's it. Somehow, Burden is uh, is he's thrown from the bus, and uh, the bus landed on top of him and, and killed him. And and it was so odd because everybody else just kind of was was fine, hmm. and no one played the E string like he did. There's yeah. two E strings on a bass. There's just the E string king. No, there's not. There's two E strings on a guitar. My bad. My uh, bad. Burden's eventual replacement, Flotsam and Jetsam's Jason, Jason Newstead, Newstead, eventually filled the position. He left in the 2000s. So the band has uh, hazed him relentlessly, even tuning down his bass parts to nothing in 1988's Injustice for All, partly because the new kid was a constant reminder of Burton's passing. Yeah. Well, that's heavy. Cliff Burton's still heavy on that album. To Live Is To Die is, a, is his bass riff, so... Well... There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry that they're both, uh, it's all death, death, death there, but uh, that is how it is. Uh, when we talk on Monday, we'll fig- we'll learn how an accident caused Tony Iommi to invent heavy metal. What? Yep. I, it's a story I didn't know. I, I did not know this I saw about. that behind the music. So you I did? So you know what happened? Yeah. I missed behind the music. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. We'll chat about that. Nick Bob yeah, I love that. Uh, next Evo, if you... I- Go ahead. Go. We have a team lunch today, right? Yeah, that's where I was headed. I was going to ask because Chewy has been hinting, and I don't know what's going on. Because I'm a busy man. I think you're going to drive Matt and I, right? What? Hmm? We're going in the Tesla? Yeah, but I'm driving you back? Oh, you don't want to do that? Well, I guess we could do do that. Do I look like Uber to you? What time is lunch? Because I have to actually run by the house. My son is home. Eleven sick. on the dot. Okay, well I'll leave after the show and I'll run by my house real quick and make sure my son has what he needs and then I'll, I'll head over there. And who's the? Uh, and it's to go to go forget a burger that you believe is is one of the best burgers in the city. Is that the I have deal? to compare it now that I've had the uh, not a damn chance burger, which I think is. But we're going to a seafood place. I know the well, burger is good there because I've had it, but you already. I had thought it? you were going to get a rack of shrimp or something. No, I mean maybe for appetizing or oysters. Or aren't they known for their oysters over there? It is called I'm, Clark's Oyster Bar. I'm not an oyster guy, but no. I want to try this burger. I've been wanting to try good. it and see it, and been offered my wife for us to have some lunch there. So I want to go through some kind of miracle of uh, from God or whatever or whoever the maker, whoever, whoever she is up there, Yahweh, um, Yeshua. We. We actually got a space at a bar one, at the bar one Saturday afternoon through some. I don't know how people get reservations at Clark's. I don't know how it's. They're special people. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that. But we did happen to stumble in and actually get. I think we shared half a stool each. You know we. You know Gross. what I mean. We same same chair or whatever bar stool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we split a burger. You and know, if I you re- turn a stool upside down, you can actually fit four people on it. And I regretted. I regretted splitting. Because it was that, that good? Yeah. The fries really looked yeah. standout for I, I, some reason. They're shoestring, aren't they, if I remember? Yeah. And I was like, oof, I wish I'd got my own because this is so good. I like the shoestring because you can get a bunch, and it's a bunch of crispy. I throw them right on top. Crispy. I Bobby Flay that bitch. I put them right on top of the burger. Are you allowed to do that? Or does the, the, the chef come out and I go, hope they kick I you have brought a video creation. You're destroying I think you're supposed to. I think you're supposed to garnish the top of your burger with that. Oh. Hmm. Uh, anyway, I'm looking forward. Who's who's gracing us with? Are they buying? Are they Matt. paying? We're gonna be with two mats today. 
My Two Mats. Have you seen that show? I mean, is We're it on them? It in Hollywood. I don't want to get into one of these situations where there's four people I at mean, lunch and all of a sudden we all throw in our cards. I think it's appropriate to at least get the tip. You know? I think it's oh, I'll give them a tip. Don't buy morning show a lunch, especially on a <laughs> holiday Friday. <laughs> there's your tip. And also... We'll take you to the cleaners. Hey, seriously, has he offered to pay or, or we should know before we go there? Because if he hasn't offered and he goes and he sees that we all have alligator arms all of a sudden, he might get upset. Did he say that I want to, or did he just invite us and say, hey, let's all go to lunch together? He's told me he's offered. I don't know. Wait, what's alligator arms where you can't reach your wallet? Yeah, what are they called? Oh, Dinosaur? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, the little yeah. arms. Were like, oh, I can't. T Rex arms. I can't. Suddenly, I can't yeah, get I to can't my pocket. Reach my wallet. Oh, I wish I could. You've all, we've all been to dinner with somebody who has the slowest ever reach for a wallet. Yeah, if, this was, if they were drawing for a gun in, in uh, gun smoke. They'd be dead. Well, you toss your card so out there, slow. and you see them look at it, and they continue talking, and then as the server comes over, they go, oh, and they slowly, re- and they go, oh, oh, they just walked away. Oh, my God. And you're like, well, you can catch them. <laughs> you can still catch them if you want to throw your card on there. My move is I pull it out, but then I keep it hidden. I know. I've seen that I one. I don't see that. No, he, he'll and tap it become, on the table, and then he goes, oh, well. And then I become the Dave Chappelle Oprah uh, GIF. Where I, yeah. Hoard all my money. The and we know this. Have we met this uh, fellow before? Uh, Matt and I have. I know Matt pretty well. Oh, okay, He's good. A good fellow. You know him. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Okay. Good and, because uh, you know I I I'm careful who I align with. You are actually familiar with a lot of his work. Ah, good. I will let him explain that to you when you see him later. In fact, when you go to Clark's, you see some of his work. He's a BBL surgeon. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Um, I'm going to break one of my cardinal rules. I know that I know there is not ample free parking there. That's I why I say we all I ride know that, together. But we're going at 11, so we have a shot. You and park in the neighborhood. Guess what's right down the street? I don't want to go to that neighborhood. Walk around that neighborhood. Hey. Why not? It's fun because you're never alone. Well, because if you look like you do, every single person in that house will be looking out their window and they'll have you, a security guard follow you. You can get me my. You can get my Christmas gift. You can you can kill two birds with one stone t- this afternoon because we can go a couple doors down to Waterloo Records. You guys can get me my uh, Christmas gift. My oh, well, you said two birds with one stone. I thought you meant because so many choice. people back in that neighborhood own peacocks. My choice, but I'll get you the new Selena Gomez. I just saw she was dating hate, Benny Blanco. I wouldn't hate that. Benny Blanco from the Bronx? No, Benny Blanco's a producer with like oh, a... But that name is from the movie, yeah. uh, that's the John Leguizamo in yeah. that uh, Benny the Brian the De Palma movie. What, which one was that? John Leguizamo, The Pest? No, no the Benny on, Blanco from the Bronx. It's it's uh, Al Pacino's in it. What was that yeah. called? Uh, Car- Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. A Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Hey. Hey. It's just business. It's business. No hard feelings, bro. It's just business. That was a good movie. So good, dude. Carlito's Way. Mm-hmm. I love Carlito's Way. Him running in that fur coat. Oh, God, I don't think good. I've seen best, it. Of, best Al Pacino. Uh, excuse me? I, it's not the best Al Pacino. It, Pretty damn good. Is it the... I, it may be, actually. Serpico might be the best Al Pacino. Oh, this is better than Serpico. It's better, much be. better than Serpico. Really? Much better than... Better maybe than, not as good as Dog Day Afternoon, because that's the first time we ever saw Al Pacino on a screen, and we're like, this dude is like, this guy's going hard. Better than Devil's Advocate, Al Pacino. Come on. Better than when he played Phil Spector for HBO. Remember that one? Better no. than Better yeah, than yeah. Jack and Jill, Al Pacino. I'm telling. I don't you. even know what the hell that is. The now only Al Pacino that might have been better is the one he did with uh, Ellen Barkin. Remember that one when she was hot. Alan Arkin? Oh, uh, Sea of Love or something or whatever that. Oh, was. I thought you meant the one where Alan Bar- Ellen Barkin comes back to life. 
Oh, I don't know. That's different. That's <laughs> Jack Frost, isn't it? No, it was just. By the way, terrible. I got to watch Jack Frost this weekend. It's my that's my new Christmas tradition movie. Ever Which seen one? That the, one? The horror one? It's where or the, Ma- no, 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 Jack Michael Frost, Keaton. Where Michael Keaton's a rock star, and it's a cats in the cradle kind of story where he's on the road all the time in this blues band that could never exist in real life because they're horrible. Right. Uh-huh. Just white guys playing the blues, and then Led Zeppelin. Spoiler alert. He dies in a car accident in the snow in a blizzard or something. And he never really connected with his son because he was always on the road. Yeah. So he comes back as a snowman. Well, spoiler alert. And Kelly Preston is the hot mom. And she super has, hot. She like, has sex with a snowman, dude. Kelly Preston at the height of her powers, right? Yeah. And... Dude, it is, it's holiday gold. Anytime somebody says, was there a lot of cocaine in the 80s in Hollywood... Just say, hey, Jack let me Frost. just show you some of the movies from the 80s. And because the thing is, they don't make any sense. It's got an E.T. vibe because the, the little kid, when the dad comes back as yeah. a snowman, he has to kind of hide the fact that his dad's the snowman. Any movie where and Michael so it's Keaton got an is like kind of thing. Yeah. I love multiplicity. That's the thing, though. It's not Mr. enough, Mom. Michael Keaton. You want Michael Keaton in every... It's insane because Michael Keaton should be the biggest actor in the world. He may be the best. American treasure. American but treasure. I don't know what was going on in his management because they made some weird choices and then he kind of, well, you see how you went, mm, that shows me, that proves to me that you don't understand how good of an actor he was because you haven't seen it all. He should have had Al Pacino's career. He should have. He should have took some Al Pacino he roles. He should have. He should have. I feel the same way about Sam Rockwell. Mm. Should be bigger. You don't like Sam Rockwell? Yeah, he's all right. He's more of a supporting actor. Yeah, but he's good with that. He's fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He knows he's not a leading man. Well, I would love to watch anyway, Michael Jack Frost with you, but I'll watch it. my weekend is just going to be completing Squid Game, The Challenge. Oh, oh yeah, watch that yeah, yeah I didn't have time last night. I, I wanted so to stay good. up. We should put one together it's for so the fans. It, I've realized now that it's, it, is the, it is a concept that if you had come to me and said, we want to mix reality show with game show, I'd have been like, that's stupid. But it's done with such restraint, and it works absolutely. Nothing there controversial are actor, about there it. There are absolutely actors among the group. I know there have to there be. Have to be. I know that not everybody is actually playing the game. It is heavily produced. Doesn't matter. The stakes are there. It's exciting. There's characters you can hate. There's characters you can love. There are people undercutting each other, and and then what's weird is there's what reality shows is does is if if you lose a big mean character yeah. there's usually an interview afterwards and there's a big t- no they're it, gone. the death is so sudden of a bit and so they're just like real gone, life, just, <laughs> just and you're like uh, 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 and you just move what on and that guy? Like, you want to know what happened what? to that guy? and there's not oh. you're not going to get any of it like the crying dude that's 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 how i i sleep at night dreaming like this so good dude i'll watch so it this good. and i when my wife said let's watch it i was like i rolled my eyes and i was like this is going to be so Terrible. Why would you take Why would you take a near perfect show and then ruin it by doing this? It's the kind of show where, like, when I want to go put my pajamas on because I know, you know, we'll be in front of the TV yeah, for a while. Grab a little popcorn, get some popcorn chips. going. Just curl up with a. My wife tried to break the rules last night. We watched one episode. And she goes, "Well, we got to watch another." And I go, "No, the rule is one a night. It's all you get." Why, why can't they just be loyal and faithful? I don't know. What's their deal? They I said we have always want to stray away from the <laughs> two rules in this house: one episode, one pump. That's it. That's it, lady. Talking about coffee, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about.
ACDC is changing their Christmas strategy. I report the news. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. Oh, man. <laughs> We're going to wing on over to London and jam with the Stones. Yeah, yeah, hey, everybody. How you doing out there, my pretty things, my babies out there in rock and roll land? Guess who's Woo! here? Hello. Hello. You hear that? What is it? Huh? Who is it? You know who's knocking? Who is it? It's Rock's last great reporter, Bob Fonseca. Let me in. I heard you got eggnog in there in a little pot. It's open. Oh, thank you. Hey, hey Chewy. How, How you doing? doing? Hey, nice to see you, man. Where's Matt? Is he coming over? I'm right here. Oh, hey, Matt. Hey, I didn't see you over there. Yeah, right over here. Yeah. Trimming the right. tree. Doing right. all that stuff. Where's the uh, bug? He's right there. Hey, hey you're hey. in a Santa costume. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool, Boog. Ho, ho, ho. Everybody's yeah. here. We can go to commercial right. now. Hey, it's time for the Rock and Roll News. I'm Rock's last great reporter, Bob Fonseca, and I've got some exciting news. Now, I had to dig deep. Sure I did. Uh, all your favorite artists, except for Trans-Siberian Orchestra, oh, yes. you know them as TSO. That's all the, also the initials for Texas State Optical. So there's a little confusion Don't get out confused. there. But, uh, yeah, all your favorite rockers are off tour. They're with their families right now. They're really pissed off and upset because uh, they've had to put the groupies and the drugs on hold for a couple of weeks. They need but, days uh, off, too. They do. They do. <laughs> That's right, Chewy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but uh, ACDC topping the headlines. Now, listen, I don't get it. England, I, you know, I lived in England for many years, and that's where, that's where I fell in love with rock and roll back in the 70s when I lived in England. I lived there in the 60s, too. 60s and some of the 70s. And uh, that's where I got brought up on rock and roll, the birthplace of rock and roll, England. You know, the British invasion and all that stuff. Anyway... Uh, they take their number one Christmas song very seriously over there. It's a big contest. Like everybody's like, "Ooh, who's gonna have the number one song the week of Christmas?" And it's a big deal. You might remember when Woo! Billy Mac took the number one spot in England. I can't I remember forget. what year. That was two thousand and three. You want to play a little of it? Yeah, please. All right, here we go. Take me back, Billy Mac. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holiday. Happy Hanukkah. Oh my god, look at that. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Famous rocker, British rocker Billy Mack, number one British single in uh, 2003. How am I supposed to feel during this? Horny. But he's making it not making me not horny. Horny? Not horny. They go around Britain, and how did they find six girls as attractive in Britain? I don't know. Hey, hey, hey. All right, that's anyway. Shut up, Bob. The news is over. Oh, sorry. Watch this video. <laughs> that's Billy Matt. He's a fictional rocker from the movie, my favorite Christmas movie, Love Actually. And that's one of the storylines is how Billy Mack gets to number one in England by promising to play on national television in the nude live play that song anyway anyway I, spoiler alert, I won't give you a spoiler like anyway um, Billy Mack that's played by the great Bill Nighy great actor uh, anyway ACDC all the fans in England the ACDC fans have got together to try to make Thunderstruck the Woo! number one song in England Christmas week and ACDC had to release a press statement yesterday saying that they have changed their strategy. They don't feel like there's any sh shot in hell that they can 
and pardon my French, that they can win over all the other Christmas songs that are being released. So they are pushing now to be number one the week after Christmas. What? So between the 25th and the 2nd or whatever. Can we help them with that? It's just uh, I, I, I England, think you right? just have to have a, a postal code in England to we vote. Get a VPN? I don't know how they vote on this stuff. I don't know if that has to do with downloads or sales or what. But um, I think that's a wise thing for ACDC to do. Uh, and we wish them best in their endeavor to win Always. a contest that really doesn't exist, which yeah. is be the number one song the week after Christmas. Does that make any sense? Yeah, uh, n- 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 good for them. Good for them. When we wish them, we wish them all the best. We wish them all the best. Uh, and uh, anyway, and don't forget to check out uh, uh, Love Actually this holiday. If you've never seen it before, it's a great Christmas movie. But skip all the scenes with um, oh, what's her name? Who's the actor? Oh, Laura Lindley. Why? I don't know. Those scenes just don't fit in the movie for some Come reason. On. I I fast forward through How those. How rude, dude. I know. How I know. Rude. Sorry, Laura. I know. So what's the movie called? Love Actually. I actually don't love the scenes Thank with uh, uh, right. Laura Lindley. Is that her name? Laura Linney? Lin- uh, I don't we, even know her nobody name. Nobody in this room's seen it, so we can't tell you. Um, Lord Voldemort, or whatever his name is, he's really good in that movie. He's in that? Uh, 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 um... What's her name? Uh, the famous British actress. Oh. That one. The, the, the original Sean Connery. One. The one that was married to that famous British actor. Who? Um, uh, I just guessed Emma, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, yeah. yeah. You didn't even say it, and I looked in your face, and I got I said, the answer, I, and that's I very... Emma. Well, because he oh, looks a little Emma? like Kenneth Branagh. Uh, he's not in it. He's not in love, actually. Branagh. Uh, also, who else is in it? Oh, and you're going to love Hugh Grant in this movie. I'm sorry. Oh, when Bob, do you not... You're gonna this forget, is called bro. Rock and Roll News, gonna forget, and you're talking you're about Hugh Grant. all of Hugh Grant's sins... By watching him as the Prime Minister of England at 10 Downing Street in Love Actually. I love nine months. Really. All right. Okay. When I was Um, at Sirius XM and Hugh Grant and Matthew McConaughey, who were the the, the other two guys that all walked in for their interview? Yeah. And every one of them, I was waiting in the same room to go into my studio and they were in the waiting room as well. And every one of them nodded and did like a, a hello, except for Hugh. I think he's a little full of himself, that Hugh Grant. Oh, yeah. He should be the prime minister. I'm looking better, forward. I, I, to bet, I bet if I was a low rent prostitute, he'd have said hello. He looks like a whack ass Pierce Brosnan. Are you excited of seeing him as a Oompa Loompa? I'm excited to see him get his and ass. And the new whoops. Willy Wonka with that uh, that that charming Timothy Chalamet. Oh my God, that guy's. Uh, don't you think a uh, bug? Don't you? T- uh, 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 Nepo bug? Don't you? Don't you love? Uh, you get us too I know. I get you guys confused. Wow. Okay then. Man. One's got short hair. One's got long hair. Uh, yeah. You looking forward to? Uh, uh, seeing Timothy Chalamet as uh, Willy Wonka. Man, I'm tired of them remaking the same old good Damn. movie. Come on, yeah, man. Come on, I can't Dude, believe here, he's good. You're going to spit in your dad's eye like that? Oh, man, that's a hot take. <laughs> that's a hot take. All right, let's go right to... Uh, you guys know I got... Uh, I've got Christmas candies for you guys if you could tell me who Robert Zimmerman is. The Robert the, Zimmerman. The, the orchestra dude. That's him. He's not in Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Was he the guy who did the Zimmerman telegram? Uh, yeah, it was him. Zimmerman telling me. What's going on with the youth of America? We not don't everybody knows everything, You don't even Robert, know who Zimmy is. Robert Z- Zimmy. Robert from, Zimmy. From, from, from uh, Duluth, uh, Minnesota. Let me ask you a question. You guys don't know who Robert Zimmerman is. Bob, how does it feel? 
To be a Rolling Stone? No, for them to not know who Robert Zimmerman is. The guy who directed Back to the Future. Huh? That's who he is! Oh, you yeah. got it! He's Wouldn't a director of Back to the Future. That was Robert Zemeckis. What a bunch of idiots we have in the room. You ever heard of a guy? Once upon a time, he looks so fine. Didn't you? Yeah, who is that? Bug? Oh, man. Hard. It's a hard. It's, it's a, a hard. It's a hard. It's a hard, hard. hard. rain gonna, gonna fall. Who's that, Bob? Who's that? What? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. If you see it, going oh, to oh. the North County Fair. What's my other favorite? Uh, it's all over oh, now, baby blue. It's all right. right. Who? Nothing. 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 Oh, Nothing. Not even of... blowing in the wind. No, I can't even think of something. Ugh, I can't. Uh, Everybody must get stoned. No comment. <laughs> Come here, she I said. I'll give I mean, you. Uh, sorry, Nepo, you got anything? Nothing. Shelter from the storm. All on the watchtower. There must be some kind of way out of here. The boxer. Nothing. Uh, it's a guy named Bob Look at Hurricane. Dylan. This is the story uh, of a hurricane. Say Bob Dylan so he can move on, All please. Right. Bob Dylan Bob is... Bob Dylan. Oh, Bo- my goodness. Bob Dylan. Bobby... Robert Zimmerman, a.k.a. Zimmy, a.k.a. the greatest artist that ever walked the this big blue marble we call Earth. Bob Dylan is selling his Scottish mansion for $5.35 million. Feels like that... Is Bob? Does Bob need money? No, he just doesn't need a Scottish mansion. But he also sold his uh, his whole catalog a couple years ago too. And I was like, I guess he knows. He's smart, and the man who wrote "Blowing in the Wind" is smart enough to know that you can't take it with you. And if you uh, if you uh, leave your estate to your family, they muck it all up, right? So he's decided to just, I guess. Sell all his belongings. Well, or people don't live in stasis. He bought this at some point for whatever reason. He just said it. Just said he's listed it. He listed it for one point four million dollars less in July, and it's. I guess it's in high demand, so he's even raised the price even more. I want to go to Scotland so bad. It is weird how different it's land prices are uh, over in Europe and how different housing is. Man, the times are changing. That's my number one bucket list. I know. I know. Nepo wants to go to Japan and and. His mom's making it happen for him, but I keep telling my wife my number one bucket list item is to go to Scotland. I don't know why. I feel uh, like I feel like I would. Li- I feel like I lived. Uh, yeah, if it's not Scottish, it's, it's crap. crap. Yeah, but uh, you know who uh, Scotland is named for? Scotland's named for. Yeah, who's uh, Scotland named after? Uh, Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp. Yep, that's the name. Yeah, the mansion Scotsland. was built in 1911. And the mansion features 16 bedrooms, 11 bathrooms, four receptions, a billiards room, multiple kitchens, and a music room. And it's on a sprawling 24-acre lot of land. Man, I was man, I'll tell you what. That's uh, Dylan and his brother David. I didn't know there was a David Zimmerman. Brought bought the property in 2006 for 2.5, and now they're trying to get uh, 5.3. Uh, you know who they, they need to hire? Christopher Waters. Waters International Realty. With He'll two sell teams. it. You'll give him a guaranteed offer. You know it. Look at that. that that's brilliant. Man. I'm going. I'm going to Scotland. Why don't man. you go there? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I don't know where I would go. Dude, that is ugly as F, dude. You don't want that house. That looks like something from that looks downtown like, Abbey. You shut up, Boog. Sorry. That's his dream. Sorry, Boog. My bad. I got carried away. 
That was my character. That was Rock's last gray reporter talking, not Bob. Okay? No, you can talk. Go ahead. Now I feel bad. Oh, okay. What did you say? That's some, that looks like something so straight out of Downtown Abbey. Downtown well, Abbey. Well, the, sh- the show is called... Da- All right, this is Rock and Roll News. Time for Rock and Roll News Junior, and I got an exciting one for the kids. Are the kids still in school? I don't even know. They are. Oh, yeah, they're on the way to the dropout zone right now, safely nestled in their, their car seat in Mom's Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid. Uh, and uh, uh, I got some cool rock and roll news. Paris Hilton. Hmm. The lovely Paris Hilton, and and kids, you may recognize that name, the Hilton family, the famous uh, hotel chain. Uh, Paris Hilton is uh, one of the heir parents to the Hilton family, and she says she's here to save pop music with her new album. Nice. So she's back to recording. You know, she she put out some uh, music a while back, and then she took a break, and now, wow. Do you know she's 42 years old now? Is that right? Could that be? That's crazy. Kids. I guess. I don't know. I guess anyway, the same way I'm going to... she was older than that, to be honest. She's back in the studio recording stuff, and uh, some of the songs are being penned by the lovely, lovely Megan Trainer. The All About the Bass, No Trouble. You know, I saw Megan Trainer in concert at an amphitheater in Nashville, Tennessee. How was and you the know bass what? level? I didn't hate it. Oh. I didn't hate it. And a few months later, she married a guy I'm in a movie with called Daryl Sabara. Damn. What movie was Daryl Sabara in? What, what famous franchise? You keep on quizzing. I'm stressing. Well, because I have, I've got gifts. I've got prizes. Ask, oh, him, ask him what's on a meat lover's pizza, and he'll, he'll nail it, all right? Just give him a question he what can get. What famous franchise was Daryl Sabara in? Oh, man. All right, how about this? What's on a meat what, lover's pizza? What famous... Damn. Okay, I can answer Matt's question. What yeah. famous- What's on a meat lover's pizza? There's ham, there's there's beef, sausage, pepperoni, mm-hmm. and salami. Thank you very much. Oh. See? They you give salami. him a question that's in his wheelhouse, okay? I'm in the same. Uh, he, Land of the Lost. Me. I'm in the same film franchise. We were in a movie together. Oh, uh. I've got a photo of the three. Me, Kate. Caden was in that movie, too. Me, Caden, and uh, Daryl Sabara. Give me, give me no. the top two uses for hair conditioner. Shampoo is one of them, and uh, I think conditioner is the second one. Top early two thousands uh, metal band. You bands. use conditioner for shampoo, and you use it for conditioner. Uh, I believe so. Okay. What that's... happened to the rock and roll? You might want to try shampoo at some point. Where did we go? I asked a simple question. Daryl Sabara was in the Spy Kids franchise. Is that, oh man, he's a redheaded kid. He married Megan Trainer. We'll have to check that out. That. Which is a good move. Check that out. That's a good move because she is loaded. You know what I'm saying? Were you Scientist 2 or Scientist 3? He was one of the kids. I was Agent Damage Report. I didn't have a number after my oh, name. I actually had a bad. character name called yeah, Agent. Yeah, he had a character name, just Agent, no lines. Agent, I had, I had, I was an over-fiver in that one. Did you I had more than five dang, lines. you had to I had more than five on? lines. No. Wait, you weren't one of those thumb guys? And I sat next to Salma Hayek for two days. He was an over-fiver. In fact, to be exact, he was 5'4". <laughs> This is rock and roll news, not E online. <laughs> anyway, uh, look for Paris Hilton, kids. She's coming out. It's time for the rock and roll news salute. 
And I've got a couple of them. The first goes out to, uh, let's see, I sent myself a message. Got a lot of them. Goes out to Jerry, who came out and donated some toys. He came into the light and identified himself as the man who gave me that double disc set of uh, Tom Petty Mojo on beautiful red vinyl. He said he's the one that dropped it off at the station. Uh, He gets full credit. Jerry, this one's for you. Thank you. I have safely uh, put that into my collection. Also, I met a nice guy who's got two kids. He says, my girls, nine and six. Well, that's not their names. That's their ages. Uh, Love the rock and roll news. They listen every morning on the way to the dropout zone. So uh, the nine-year-old's named Sable and the six-year-old's named Indy. And they go to Magellan School, and guess what they're going to school? Pick what you know what vehicle they're going to school in? Well, uh, scooter, e-scooter, e-bot. You, you don't know how close you are. An e. Say what te- is? Just say a Tesla. Tesla. No, a Mustang Mach E. So they got to be the coolest kids at Magellan School. You know what's weird is I found out there's a lot of preteen girls that are fans of me. I don't know why. What? It, yeah, tonight even that can't even be. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, they tried to distract me. The guys in the room. Uh, you're sexually non threatening, Chewy. It's why the preteen girls like you. But I, <laughs> I mean, that's it. fine. I just never thought that'd be my audience. And listen, I've got some ideas for over the holidays. I'm thinking of bringing rock and roll news to you from my home during the holidays in a desperate attempt to try to get more subscribers on my YouTube channel. Uh, I'm formulating those plans now with my team, my Rock and Roll News team, and I'll have more news on that. T-shirts on the way, by the way. Show T-shirts just in time for the holidays, so look for that. And uh, right now I've got to go hit my asthma medicine because I'm out of I'm out of breath. Boy, in now for some. Damn boy, he's thick. Thick headline. Let's get it. Let's thicken it up. Let's put some cornstarch in there and stir yeah. it around. We're in a little bit early this morning, uh, with our, but we've got some big uh, headline news, and we'll, we'll get right to it. Uh, the biggest story affecting Austin, it happened yesterday. We told you about it here yesterday morning that it was going to be discussed, and it was voted through. Austin has amended the land use code, and that will allow for more homes to be built on one plot of you land. You predicted it. Uh, I really, I didn't know, I honestly did not know if it was going to happen because there are so many loud voices against it. There have not been, there have not been as many cotton tops, Mm. retired cotton tops downtown as there were yesterday. There have not been that many downtown since there was a Sue Patrick sale. Do you know what I'm saying? Wow. It was insane the amount of retired people who had something to say yesterday. The folks who will be around the least amount of time in the future had the most Ow. to say about Austin's Ow. future. Yeah, sorry, does that sound uh, no, rude? I don't. No, it was great. Not coming from you, it didn't. The onlines were alive with angry people insisting that the conservative move was to increase land regulation and to decrease property rights, which I'll never be able to put those two and two together and exactly how that worked. But that, that, uh, Those are just words. Developers will now be able to build up to three homes on a plot of land. Uh, many people oppose. They don't like it. Uh, it is a change. Certainly, it will change the face of Austin. Is that three different driveways or three different parking uh, lots, or how do you do that? Uh, well, I've seen it done already in how, some If you have a house in front, 
Okay. Sometimes you can have one on the back, but sometimes you can have a, a duplex well, what if you're a on top a z- and a bottom and a back unit as well. What if you're in a zero lot line and there's not enough room to put a driveway back there or something like that? Sometimes you can have alleyways. There's lots of different things that can be done. Okay. The thing is, is that people say, well, this doesn't make it any cheaper. Well, here's how it makes it cheaper, is that on one plot of land, if you're still going to command $250 per square foot for a home... Mm-hmm. And a developer needs to make money. Instead of having one 2,000-square-foot home, right. you can now have three 1,000-square-foot homes. It's more the money to the developer, but it's cheaper for, for each of those purchases. Okay. $3,000. Uh, it's not $3,000, no. It's, it's definitely going to be more than that. Um, it is the the future of the city. and uh, it, now. Will, it will also be with some growing pains because some people will be very upset, and they'll be like, they're destroying our Austin. Does stuff but. like that, can you appeal that, like a court case? Appeal it. I'm sure that somebody will bring uh, suits against the city because I don't understand why they wouldn't. But uh, I, I do. I do have not seen anyone suggest any other alternative that could possibly work. Gotcha. Other rent, than rent control. Rent control does not help. It's been proven city after city after city that rent control increases rent. But what about like in that movie? It, uh, it's already increasing. Right, and rent control will make rents and prices begin to skyrocket because you now are limiting supply. Hmm. I don't know. I don't get it. This is why it's for brains bigger than mine. No, I mean, development-wise, I guess rent will go down how long it takes to build plus the amount. 50 years, it'll go down maybe $500 or something a month or $300. Check your math. 40? Here's going to be. I'm trying, my, to, fi- I'm trying to picture the world that Matt is is giving. It's going to look like that Ready Player One, where everything's like stacked like, on top. Logistically, of I'm going to go vertical. I don't know why we're going, putting them on lots when we can stack them. Like well, because we Ready haven't been. No, one. we haven't been able to stack them because of the land use code. We haven't been able to do that. Well, that's the future. You see all the silo movies. New and York, stuff. Like, yeah. We need silos. Silo living. We have a town that only has so much land. When one person or one family takes up a quarter of an acre for just one family, you understand that, that now that quarter acre is limited, and the max amount of people really it's going to have is like four people. Mm-hmm. You understand that if you were to use that land for 12 people, and you were to divide, divide the cost into four people or divide the cost into 12 people, you understand that that is a difference, right? Just mathematically speaking. Yes. I don't sure. know. I think yeah. he's trying to trick us. I'm not I, trying I, I to trick you. I don't answer. I don't think it's going to have the dramatic effect. Because I know he's trying to trick us. What, what, this dramatic effect that you're looking for. What what would that be, Chewy? Uh, price rent drop of at least. Why a do you few think hundred. that price? Why do you think rent is going to drop in a growing city? What we're looking I, I to do? That's why we no, were doing this. No, no, no. Like the supply goes up slow, and then the price goes down. You're looking to slow the growth or minimize. The runaway costs. That's what you're looking to do. This is this weird thing that people think, well, now that inflation is down, that prices are supposed to go backward. That's not what happens. Oh, I'm glad. Okay, so we, we're in agreement. Rent will not go down because of this. No, what will happen is rent increases will go down. They'll slow down, yeah. They'll stop happening. I don't get it. Or that. not stop happening, just not as much. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but you can't put the genie back in the in the bottle. On Walmart something can. Like this. Walmart rolls back prices all the time. Or, or you can have a complete collapse of the economy, like uh, like Detroit had. That's what we're praying for. No, so I don't think most up. people are praying for I that. I am. That's how we get a house. That's how we get a. That's how we get a mansion. Yeah, for, that's how we get like a, Is that what bucks. you want? Do you want to buy a house in a place where there's no income and no, no water and no future for that, people? That's what I'm forced to do now. I no gotta go. I gotta lights. go to a little rundown city. Then why didn't you something. go speak? At 
Where? City Council yesterday or wherever. Wherever they do these things. I don't know. Because I would have made it a prank or something and made a joke. <laughs> <out of it. laughs> anyway. But I feel like this is something that this... they decided today and then six months ago you'll do the story how they're not doing that now. Oh, they probably it will probably take a, a long time. Austin has bunch of done a bunch of dumb stuff. Austin went and, and partnered with private purchasers to buy properties, apartments, promising rent control. I well, guess that. what happened? Yeah. What, what happened to those places? A few, a few months later, they went and raised the rent on all of them. Yeah, what? Because the people who bought in said, well, we can't afford to do what you wanted to do. And the city but was dumb enough to enter into these contracts. But with everybody these saw that. It's even the non. Everybody saw it. Everybody except the non the nuts, saw it. Except for the nud nuts who look. You, you go. That can't work. City after city after city. I know it sounds contrary because it used. To, I used to be as a person who thought we have to put some controls on these rents. Right. It's the only way we're going to save the the city. And as hard as it felt in my gut when I started reading about it and learning about it more and more, I realized, oh. It doesn't create, it doesn't fix the problem. It actually exacerbates the issue. I know it sounds contrary to what lots right. of logic, but then once you look at it or you talk to economists or you read the books economists put out, you realize, oh, that it's that supply and demand always ends up winning. Unless you're going to change human nature, turn us all into robots or something, right. and we no longer think like humans. It's just nobody really manipulates capitalism for good. It's usually bad. So when I hear it's like, hey, we got to do this in order to decrease rent and supply and demand. But if, we've, never Every, but it, if we've just incentivized me... capitalists to build more smaller homes, haven't we actually used capitalism for good right there? You'd have to ask the venture capitalists that buy up a huge group of houses. There's another thing, too, where you're I think you're sometimes speaking from the truth that you know and not the truth yeah, that's called that my, is the fact. But that's my experience. Right? I know, but sometimes your experience is wrong, right? Oof. It can be. Ouch. I mean, if compared to others. Those are fighting words. I'm I don't know. I'm the only one. I mean, Ow. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if y'all own a home yet, but... Or I don't know if they plan on owning a home. I don't know how other you people You also see know it. that home ownership is not cheaper than renting. Yeah, I know. Mm. Okay. Because what people talk about... I mean, now, it is a great will to, way to build wealth, but it's not a way to necessarily save money on the top. It's more expensive for me to own a home than it would be for me to be renting. With property a home. taxes, especially here, yeah. I don't. I would never property try to own a home here. And the fact that the only home I can afford are older homes, which means, I mean, I'm sitting in a home that I haven't been able to use a bathroom in it for three years because it, it, there's a pipe broken on the house and I can't afford to fix it. Oh, and forget oh, leveling it if it needs to. Be I already. Be, why is it leveled already? Yeah, Brucher Foundation did it, and oh, they did thanks, it at an incredible Brucher. rate. Will, thank you. By the way, Brucher, thanks for showing up last night with eight giant bags of toys. I'm sorry I didn't get to say hello, Will. But I, I, we work at the same gym, so I'll slap, oh, I'll slap his ass. When nice. Oh, what are we? Are we still fighting? I will try not to fight. I just want to have a conversation. What are you eating? Fighting kolache. <laughs> Wait, where did the kolaches come from? Um, our audience in one oh, shot. Nice. You mean the kolache with the the pig in the blanket kind, or the mm -hmm, mm -hmm, both? Oh. Damn. Are we still talking on this? Or I don't know. Them? We're moving. Uh, I'm, I don't I think we've exhausted it. I don't know. Unless there's news or angle that we can take. No, no, no. Well, really, I mean, I don't think either of us know. We just got to find out what happens. If you don't prepare for the growth, then you're just always going to be lagging behind, which is what Austin's doing. That's it. That's the end of the story. We can't there. build the highways fast enough. They're we Americans have gotten a taste for middle-class housing that is... Insanely big. 
And that's become an issue. So that even if you want to go buy a house, Chewy, mm-hmm. the houses available out there are 1,800, 1,900, 2,000 square feet. And we have a price per square foot that kind of affects the market, right? Mm-hmm. But if there, if the if the city was flooded with houses that were 800 and 900 square feet, the way houses used to be in the 1950s when everyone was owning homes, you understand that that, would, that house would then end up costing about half of what you would have to be paying to get into a house. We just don't have any of those houses because people have a kind of an insatiable taste for a house that also has like a family room or a, or a dent, you know what I mean? And we used to have much smaller housing in the country. I, I, my grandpa's house is like 50. It is smaller. It's three bedroom. But if you go to Houston and Dallas, they're trying to build those shotgun houses now mm-hmm. that yeah. are like, I mean, yeah. it's the size of a doorway when you're walking right. in, and it's right. 120,000. Right. Like a trailer? That's a, that's a, a, but a, remember, 120,000. My grandpa's house in the 50s is bigger than that, you know? They're, they're, do, they're doing a tiny So what home do you thing. want? Do you want to be able to buy a home you can afford, or do you want a big home? I guess I want to afford, afford a moderate-sized home for two fifty. Whatever it was in two thousand seven, two thousand six. But that's I'd like that's whatever. Fifteen years ago, ago, you're never yeah. going to have that. It's not that long. That's impractical. It's yes, it is. I guess uh, as far as yeah, our fiat money system goes. Two thousand six yeah, is almost twenty years to ago. Allow dude. Inflation to allow Almost yeah. twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it doesn't suck. There's not a single part of me that doesn't think. That the situation sucks. But now I, I don't believe anybody up there has a solution for mm-hmm. anything. Watching whatever debates or whatever's going on. You have to let go. Everybody in the city has to let go of the idea that they're going to be able to get a house in Austin for anything that your mind would think used to be affordable. That's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. The chapter is over and done with. It's ended. So it's homeowning could be done. Inside the city. Yeah, well, I mean, even some of the suburbs outside, because it's only two hundred dollars. And cheaper. right now is an incredible time to make a move. What move is that? To buy? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I, if you have money out there, yeah, do it. Because people are scared, and uh, the, everything's sitting on the market right now. You got a spare eighty thousand? Pop it out there, hustlers. That's if you're still living. <laughs> Get on down. Is that a? I feel like that's a uh, Curtis Mayfield song. No, it's, it could be. Jay Z usually. Quoted I thought it people. was if there was a hell below. Junkies, crackers. I'll I'll be rooming with Spencer eventually. I think there is a boot war that is fo- forming uh, downtown. Allen's is taking shots at Tacovas down on South Congress. Oh, come on! Why can't we all get along like circus people? Allen's has expanded a little bit. Um... And they put up a bunch of signs in their windows. Twice the boot for half the price of the other guys with an arrow pointing at Tacovas. Allen's Boots is still family-owned and no private equity funding here. We are cleaning out the closet and the competition. An arrow pointing at Tacovas. Don't be fooled by the private equity-funded false marketing narrative from the Maquiladores, truly cut out the middleman and buy from us. Keep Austin weird. Has it gotten that bad? I feel like they're two different places. I mean, I know they're two different places, but I go into uh, Allen's and I have an unlimited selection. 
Right. I go into Tacovas and I feel like I'm getting a curated, a limited selection, limited selection yeah. of stuff. I don't think like it appeals to the same people. I've used both. I've used both properties me for too. different purchases. Me too. And I go in there for different reasons. Yeah. Then I bought for Allen's and I bought from Tacovas, but I don't consider them the same business model. Well, I don't either. And but I don't understand. I do, but I do the like the fact that there's a boot lure. Half the price for. Because they have so much. Which boot are they talking about at Allen's? There's it's, a billion different boots in there. Do you know how long it's been since there have been dudes in boots fighting in the streets in Congress? <laughs> and I uh, on on South, and I I kind of like it. This is a real return to 1970s Texas, 1970s South Congress yeah. when it was all prostitutes and strung out junkies, literally fighting in the streets of South Congress. Now there's like. Gucci and her maze down there. I like a little bit of uh, of this. Maybe some good country will come out of it. Wonder if Amy's going to go. Put after, a boot in your ass. Wonder if Amy's going to go after Jenny down there. There's got ice cream war. That'd be incredible. We got, I'd love some we got a boot war, ice cream war. I'd love for Johnny Carinos to go after Uncle Nicky. I'd like to see Johnny Carinos go after Carabas. It'd Whoa. be Carina Caraba. I'd like Carina, to see Caraba. I'd, I'd like to see you in the turn lane. Fighting Kendra Scott over oh, come a come couple on, of the man. records that weren't yeah. returned or something. I think she does have my white album. That's more valuable than all she's got. Uh, that's today's Austin area headlines. Very nice. Very nice. We I got it. one more for you. I okay. loved it. I got one more. Happy birthday to my dad, uh, the oh, chief. Oh, Papa. Uh, Robert Bob Fonseca, the chief. 93 today. Oh, no. 93. 93. Happy birthday, dad. Happy birthday. Not the chief. Uh, Happy birthday, chief. The chief, thank you for your service in Vietnam and in the military. 30 years in the United States Air 30 plus in the United States Air Force. A short career, a decade at Lockheed Missiles in Space. And uh, he's a stand-up dude. I never heard anybody say, unlike me, I never heard anybody say anything bad about my dad. He was very respected from the generals on uh, on down. And he was the uh, senior enlisted advisor for 12th Air Force, which you know what that... What? You know that round hotel at the airport? Yeah. yeah. He's the one that... That was my dad's office. with Shasta back yeah. in the day. No that Salute. was my dad's office before they turned it into a Hilton or whatever. Salute. That was called the uh, 12th Air Force headquarters there at Bergstrom Air Force Base. Now it's a hotel. But uh, that's where he worked. And uh, happy birthday, Dad. That's all I got to say on that. Happy birthday, Big Chief. Austin News. We love you. I always worry when I'm talking to you that you think I'm dismissing no, no, no. The, hey, look. The, 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 the almost insurmountable situation that you're in. You're a smart, I, I, I respect your opinion always. You're an intelligent person, and I always want to hear your take, advice, whatever you have. So I never want to come off like I'm trying to. I don't want to say oppose you, but I, I I just want I just ask questions. I one hundred percent. I want to understand. I want you to know that I one hundred percent empathize with you and the feeling of I will never get anywhere. I know that feeling, and I know that feeling because I remember in my thirties in this town feeling like I would never get anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean that. Yeah. I was working for, I can remember working for, I can remember having a job where I made $19,000 a year. I remember another one where I had I made $22,000 a year. And guess what? 
you know as well as that. Even that's when rents were way cheaper, but it's still all of my money was eaten up with bills that were already on the table before I got could do anything. When did you try to open that club? In 1990... 2000. 1999, 2000. How old were you? What was the risk? What was the risk? I mean, like, how, how risky was it at the time? As someone that's thinking about taking some risks. I was probably really risky. I also didn't know what I was doing, and it's the greatest amount of shame that I have in my life is that particular that, project. That thing? Really? Yeah. yeah I, I still... Why? It's it was over just a tw- business venture. doesn't matter. It's been over 20 years, and it makes me feel like a failure. In fact, I think that's the thing where I went from there from like, oh, I'll go to Hollywood. I'll audition for stuff. I'm on television doing comedy. I felt unstoppable. That thing made me feel like a failure, ruined some relationships, and made me afraid to try anything for the rest of my life. I have lived a smaller life since then. You must have been on fire for a while then to have that. I'm going to be honest with you. Man, it was good to be on fire and have... That unshakable confidence of a young idiot. Yeah, that's why that... It's an amazing feeling. Guess what? If you can continue with that and nail a couple things, you continue to think you're great. Hell, Vivek Ramaswamy, who's never really achieved anything, is running for president and thinks he's awesome. He's going to win. He may. He may. But I'll tell you on paper, he doesn't have anything. But... uh, but what I'm also going to say to you is I'm really happy because we started chatting. The only thing is you got to go, okay, here's the rules to the game. And instead of lamenting the game, how do I beat that game? Or how do I get to play in it? Yeah, no, I'm figuring that out And now. it feels like a lot of it is stacked against you. But that's why I tell the working class, like I am come from work. My entire family is just working class people. And so there's not a lot to show. That's why I warn the working class people out there. That is... For suckers. You need to have business, except, you need a product, and I'm well, sorry that I say suckers. It makes it sound like I'm degrading you in some sort except, of way. Except whenever we have events, we have a ton of people who come up who are working class. Now, you've got to admit you've made a decision that you left the world where you were swinging a hammer, and there are a ton of people in this town, especially if you're in, like, home building or something. These have been the greatest years of your life. The last 10 years, this town has made you lots of money. It has made but me a all, living. Of, all of us in this room made a choice to go into entertainment and trying to bring joy to people's lives. And guess what? That doesn't pay very well. No, but I love that. That feeling that I get. I, 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 that's why I do it here. Otherwise, but I'd be driving a truck. This, for like is why I get, this is why I want to get. This is why I want to get a plug in for you because you've made a very brave. And you're scared. I know you're scared because it's a big choice. But you've said I want to expand my footprint and I want to do some other projects. Right. And that's a scary thing to do. Because what you've set yourself up for is failure. The only possibility of failing is to do something new, right? Yeah. If you stayed like you were doing, you, you can't fail because you're not trying anything. But you also can't succeed unless you try something. But, I, 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 look, the reason I'm bringing this up is that you've said, and, and we're on your app. Bob and I have been up your ass the last couple of weeks. Because you're saying, okay, I want to I also start this new podcast and some new streaming stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying it into the microphone because I don't want you to back down. No, I'm, I'm not. People out there, I'm, I would love to hear you getting high and ripping and railing on stuff. I would love it. That that will probably, you're hearing it now. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. I want to hear more of it. Uh... But you've, you've gotten yourself some microphones. You've ta- started talking about maybe with Spence. You've already got some ideas. But do you think you might... 
I'm not afraid of failure if that's what you're coming at. I mean, not, I've, I've experienced enough. No, I, I want to get everything perfect because well, that's think, what I mean. Because I think I mean. that's a win. That's what I, I mean. I think that's the difference between the sometimes, winning and losing. But sometimes you just fail for no reason. No, sometimes and you, you, you just have to keep start. going. If you're going to wait to look, people have. I wanted to wait till my life was perfect before I had a baby, and my wife pointed out that I would be a hundred years old before I had my first kid <laughs> if I did that. She's like, you got to dive in sometimes and just get to get to doing. Yeah, you're right. I'm probably going to do that on a couple of fronts, honestly. Nothing to do with this. Do show. you think that? Show. Do you think that you'll record any? I think you should record some stuff. I'm doing something this Friday night. I'm doing that's what I want you to talk about. Friday night, I'm gonna break the seal, and it's dude. gonna be oh, almost said Essie on my phone on and just you know probably me and Spence. Stop with the quality. Don't worry about it. Just get it out there. Start feeling good and it gets. Guess what? Here's the other thing you got to remember too. You're gonna suck in the beginning. Yeah, your hundredth show nah, is not gonna know. sound yeah. like your first. That's show. That's why it's I not. chose this that's endeavor is because I've already been working at it. But you'll be doing your own. You'll be you'll be. But production-wise, there I'll, I'll suck at the beginning. Yeah. You but you'll be better you know, than, than than Bob and I were doing because you you know more of the production side. Man. The uh, the imaging and stuff. I want you to get it out there. I want you to put some of it in our uh, in our stream where we put all of our podcasts for this mm-hmm. show. I hope you'll put some of that out there because there's a huge audience. There's more than there's almost twenty thousand people out there that listen to the show that way who who will be able to grab it and hear what you're doing. Yeah. No, I'll be forced to do it if y'all make it bigger than me. That's what this is. It's that's why I'm. That's why I'm holding your feet to the fire right now. I know our listeners would love it, and I know it would bring you some joy to be able to to have that outlet mm-hmm. too. I'd like to have Sawyer Stoll on if you y'all don't have a contract strictly with him. I'd Nobody has him a strict contact. <laughs> I just saw something that's gonna make me laugh. <laughs> I just saw something that's gonna make me laugh. Okay. We'll have to get to it in a second. But somebody has found somebody has found new. You all? No. Okay. Employment in this building and it's really changed them in a hurry. We'll get to it in a second. Oh. You want you want to grab that call? Yeah, caller, what's up? We got to open. Some hey, news. good morning. Good morning, brother. Uh, hey, hey, I just, I just wanted to yeah. caution Chewy. Uh, just be real careful about the things that you believe about yourself. Because uh, I stinking thinking is what they're calling it. What's that? Stinking thinking is what we've been calling it, or everybody well, does. Yeah, but you know it goes beyond you know the positive mental attitude and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I mean, I come from an educated family, a professional family, and I kind of skipped all that. I actually went and got an associate's degree in radio and TV broadcasting, spent six months, six months on the radio. Uh, and then I just absolutely had to eat. Uh, so I bailed. Um, but I believed that because I didn't go get a bachelor's in, you know, marketing or business or finance or whatever, that really about the best I could do was going to be some kind of sales or trade or something like that. Right. Um, and because of that, because I believed that, I didn't pursue a lot of opportunities that maybe I wasn't technically qualified for yet, but could have been. Um, I had wisdom and I had experience uh, and I kept gaining more, but I still didn't pursue those things because of the things I believed about myself. Breaks only time. Um, so, so it, while you want to temper, you know, your aspirations with some at least a little bit of reality, um, look, I mean, don't forget to pay attention to what you really can do. I actually think what you're saying is is, is great because <laughs> Chewy, you go well. I can't do that because I'm not I'm not great at that yet. But you don't have to be. But you just got to get your foot in the door. I know I come off as the super insecure, but the reason I kept trying at this. Is because I knew I'd be good. You went from f- literally flushing portalettes, from vacuuming people's excrement out of portalettes, 
That's that's the experience you had when you came to the radio and said, I want to be on the radio. That, that meant that you had too, zero can experience. I, can I quote Ricky Gervais in a monologue? I that love he had when you quote Ricky Gervais. At the end, the, the Christmas episode of the final episode of Extras. Okay. Yeah. Where he told his friend, he realized he came to this enlightened position. And he goes, you will never be famous enough. No matter what you have, you will never be rich enough. You will always don't be, be striving for more. You, this feeling that you have will never leave you. I'm not, I'm it not never like will, that. no I matter don't... what you have and no matter what you've accomplished. Look at what Matt's accomplished, and then he says one little thing that didn't go right, which he wasn't probably even intent. Should have never even been in the bar business. Wow, it's God not his it. jam. See, he doesn't believe but it. But it's not either. his jam. He could have done that. That's not, what, that's not your forte. I think he could still do. And it. you no. will never. I be. was so desperate to be in that business that I hitched my wagon to people I knew I shouldn't be hitching my wagon to. You I knew in the, I knew the, in the beginning. Is this a message to I me? Knew in the show? in the beginning, I should not be hitching my wagon. That's why I feel such guilt about it. Is that I knew. It was gonna. It was destined to be a failure. But I wanted it so badly. I thought, well, maybe I can outwork it. Thank you, sir. I struggle with this. I kick myself me. in the ass every day for not being of success. And you'll just never. It will. That will never. Until you get. And I don't know how you do that through therapy or whatever. And I'm not. This isn't a plug for BetterHelp. I already did that commercial. But you've got to figure out how to be happy where you are. And that doesn't mean you don't stop. That you stop trying. But. It's a sickness. It's a disease that we I'm have as humans that we never, I don't we think never have enough. We never, we I'm never famous. Sawyer Stoll right now is probably thinking, I'm not famous And what madman is happy know? all the time? I'm, I know Sawyer, Sawyer, and Sawyer never will be famous. He's not talented, right? He doesn't have those things. But we like him. And He's we, ours. He is to comedy what Matt was to the bar business. <laughs> right. I might as well be to comedy what Matt was to comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why we have Sawyer in here? Why? For the same reason that McDonald's hired, so, hires those those kids from the, the special home. We get a tax credit for having Sawyer in here, okay? Oh. The reason we can make fun of him to his face, he doesn't even understand. It all goes back to the Ronald house. Too. And we, this isn't actually just all directed at you, because I know that we have thousands of listeners right now that feel the same way. The city has grown so much, and every time you look around, they're not just, not just one. There are now oh, two... No. Porsche dealerships in this city. Yeah. Whoa. There are now two giant Porsche dealerships. There's a lot of rich people moving in. And it, so it, it gets in your head and you think, my God, if everybody's driving a Porsche, I need a Porsche. If, if, there, if we can't, if, if one dealership is not enough to sell all the Porsches that are selling here, who am I? What am I worth? Kias are expensive now. Uh, I don't know. This was about housing affordability. If, if, I feel like it's, a, it's I don't all know tied how together. This got on it's all tied together. It's not on you. It's not on you. I just, I really want you to, you got to sit down and you have to have actionable steps in the goals that you set, mm -hmm. or you you can't have anything that'll help you feel good because you'll look at it as a whole and go, well, I'm not there, and anything less than there will feel like failure. You want to know? So you have to have actionable steps. There's so that every year that you can wants... go, oh, I achieved this, I achieved this, I achieved this. I'm headed in the right direction. But I, I yeah. That's true. I need to hit rock bottom. That's what I need. That's the drive. Is that That's... what you call your bong? <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer Stall, everybody. Yeah, he's coming up Finally, next. Finally, you got a line. He's this coming up. The only band that mattered. The Clash. I can name them all. I'm not going to hear. What's going on? Is it? What are we doing? We got a bunch of gifts in front of us. Are we doing that? 
Oh, we're doing what we do every, every Friday. We right do the exact now. same thing at this time. What do we do? I wasn't here last Friday. I was in uh, Arizona. Well, Sawyer Stull is here, and oh. NFL music is playing. Ah. Hey, Bob. It's good How to you see doing? you. Again. Good to see you, my friend. <laughs> it's very good to see you, Bob. Good to see you. Bob, we're going to war this week. Why? We'll get to it in a minute, oh, but uh, oh there's going to be some bad blood on the table here. Oh, that's all right, man. That's uh -oh. all right. Learning how to tease already. Look uh, at that radio I brought man. you a gift today, too. And it's like, that's going to make it awkward. Hey, I bring you all a gift every Friday. What? Damn. <laughs> Where did this confidence come from? Oh, he's all big time now because he got to sit in over on ESPN Radio, yeah, and now he feels like his, his, his life is complete. Yeah, one, I don't know if y'all know this, met. but I'm a big J journalist now. Oh, yeah, are you? Yeah, one, yeah. one, one, day, you, one day doesn't make a resume. You nothing, know. Oh, gonna, I like that rhymes. Nothing's yeah. going to change on this end, all right? So, I would never change the kind of person I am, my character, what I like doing, anything like that. You know? Okay. I mean, I'm, you brought in O'Doul's today. So don't say you wouldn't change anything. Okay. Um, You're wearing a collared shirt with cufflinks. You, well, you know, you never... You're wearing a, a, one of those hats with a little piece of paper in the hat band that says press. Mm -hmm. I've got multiple pencils sharpened, um, even though I have my typewriter is to my left. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm just me through and through, a big J journalist. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what hopefully won't change. Uh, we've hit the underdog four weeks in a row. You feeling good about straight. it? No, I'm terrified. Um, I don't know if it's because I haven't shaved or what it is. But I'm trying to not change anything about uh, what's been going on. But, I mean, that's nice. That's nice. So uh, what I would say is probably fade me this week. I'm a little nervous about my dog. And now, have day. you been uh, letting it ride? Huh? Have you oh. been letting your winnings ride, or do you take it off the no, table? No, I take it off the table. He has um, to. Yeah. He's, he, he you know how people, some people live check to check? He lives bet to bet. But Pretty you know much. what? I'll give you a little life lesson. I know you're going to come at me, and I don't know why, because <laughs> like, I feel like you and I are, you know, I feel like you're my other nonce. I got Nepo over here. Uh -huh. I feel like you're one of my sons. That's the way I look at you. I will say that but you too do feel like my dad's, I was on a, so progressive. I was on a cruise ship one time. And I was I was rolling the bones. Mm -hmm. All right, it was a packed table. It was hot. That means masturbating. By it way. was a <laughs> hot. People I mean, like, sir, put it away. <laughs> it was a hot table. Okay, I mean, it was hot. Mm -hmm. The dice came to me, mm -hmm. and that's a little bit terrifying when uh, you're not a big time gambler. You and there's a bunch of people. People are putting their money on the line. Dice come to me. I pick them up. I go win in Rome. You know, I'm thinking, I'm rolling, and I'm rolling, and I'm hitting it. I'm making like twelve passes, like. There you go. People are, people are throwing me tips. Everybody's cheering. Uh -huh. Right? When it was all done, when I finally crapped out about 12, 13 rolls later, right? Uh -huh. Croupier looks me straight now. And this is a cruise ship croupier, not even a Vegas croupier. Uh -huh. And he goes, sir, if you knew what you were doing, you could have made a lot of money. <laughs> I didn't put anything behind the line. Ugh. I know. So there's, that's what I'm saying. I don't know why you didn't let it ride. What there, do you got to lose? There's nothing funnier than watching a shooter win so much money for the table. For everybody. Not <laughs> win any money themselves. That's what he did. I've had a friend that's what do he that did. for me so many times. I'm like, here's $100, friend. Thank you so much for what you did over the last half hour. Um, no, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I, because I, I, my book always resets back to the regular credit line. Gotcha. So it's hard to press up like that. Um, speaking of which, it's the holiday season, folks, and we're giving away a $100 free play. If you want to hit my line, you can get on this book. Uh, what better gift to give your family members than Wait, how can that? we do this? Um, we'll talk after the show. Okay. Bob. We can um, bet your line. We could just ride your... 
I mean, yeah. If you we want can to ride the picture. Sawyer train. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into right. how things went last week. Last week, good week, good week, great week. Um, fourth straight time, the underdogs hit. We're up uh, well over well over $100 on the season uh, if you're just betting the minimum on the dogs. My Texans did not choke in a uh, last fourth, like pretty much end of the game. Right. Fourth down. Usually their defense has just been coughing up points. They held Russell Wilson out of the end zone. I was very proud of the boys. Uh, the Saints almost scared the Lions. Lions jumped out to an early 21-point lead, and then the uh, Saints crawled on back. And then, of course, Derek Card, Derek Card, drove it right into a wall. Um, and then the 49ers exercised some demons uh, that they had from last season and just clipped the wings of the Eagles. It was, hmm. it was it was one of those things where it's like, stop, he's already dead. What are y'all doing? But, I mean, I guess they were pretty, pretty peeved about that NFC Championship game. And you know what? The NFL is just the gift that keeps on giving. It is the season of giving, and they've given us another fantastic slate. Uh, Bob, here's where we're going to have some problems. Uh-oh. The CBS early game. CBS early games. I know what you're going to... And CBS, that's that's Bob's network. Yeah. Murder, She Wrote, uh-huh. uh, Matlock, all of his favorite shows. <laughs> Matlock was NBC, or ABC, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't admit that you know where they are. Right, 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 right. What, what, what was Maud on? <laughs> CBS, I think. That was Norman... Oh, R.I.P. Norman Lear. Yeah, por- porno duels out for that guy. Um, uh, yeah, um, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. It's the return of the Karate Kid this week. The return of the Karate Kid. They came they out for two weeks, and it didn't work out for him, did and it? And then when they asked, hey, would you like to come back and be the starting He's quarterback? Like, nah, he not said, so much. I don't know. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> he said he had, it was an injury risk. Utterly destroyed and confidence. I get, it. I get it. And I would be scared, too, if I had the uh, white-hot Houston Texans coming to town to show oh, you what no. a real second pick in the draft should look like. Um, it's gonna be great. Karate um, Kid should put it's the, your least favorite logo. He against, should put the bandana on, back on. Put the whatever the white. Karate, well, that's I why he's he called. Take it off kar- and kind of give himself one of these when he's done with uh, how right, that you game goes. You want a little side bet today? Huh? Yeah. Oh, side oh, bet? Yeah. 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 Let's bet. Let's Is eat. it a hundred percent sure that, that Zach Wilson's gonna start? Absolutely. What do you want to bet? Do you want to bet? Are there any big injuries on the Jets that I, I should no, know about? No, in fact, the Texans just lost their second best wide receiver for the year. Well, well, Arguably gotta, their well, best wide receiver for the year. I'm going to come last up week. with a side bet. All right, there we go. Uh, the CBS late game All right. is Bills Chiefs, one of the funnest uh, new rivalries in the NFL. Usually a lot of points between these teams. They had an electric uh, conference championship game a couple of years ago. Um, Bills coming off a bye, Packers or the Chiefs coming off a loss to the Packers Oof, at Green that Bay. That was brutal. Nailed that one. Want to thank the beer delivery guy for giving me the sign from God to bet the Packers last week. Um, and then we get a uh, rematch in the Fox late slate of the Seahawks playing the 49ers. Uh, the game was terrible on Thanksgiving. Luckily, it's away from Seattle, so we don't have to look at those trash neon jerseys that the Seahawks like to wear sometimes. I think the uh, Niner train keeps rolling and absolutely rolls the Seahawks. I don't like that it's a 10-point spread. That's a little much. And then NBC, the uh, Sunday Night Football Watch of the Week. Uh, the uh, I mean, the, the poor Philadelphia Eagles have just been through the ringer. I mean, they were fed to the Cowboys, then they had to play the Chiefs, then they had to play the Bills, then Damn. they had to play the Niners, and now they're traveling back down to Dallas and doing it all over again with the Cowboys, who have not lost at home this season. Um, and I think that'll be an exciting game. There's talks of maybe they should rest their starting quarterback because uh, they have such a 
lead and will definitely make the playoffs, but I think that the Eagles are going to want the one seed. I do like the Cowboys in that one. Uh, they are three-point favorite, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Very I believe unstoppable cover. right now. That offense is clicking, and, I mean, the, the Eagles are just beat right now. Sure, they get a, the, the schedule very much lightens up, but I do see them dropping two in a row. I would say Eagles boys is definitely going to be the watch of the week on a, a primetime football. Uh, for the underdog this week, this okay. is where I get a little Here nervous. I've been hanging out at the AASPCA, and I'm looking at two dogs all week. They're great dogs. Um, the only problem is the one I like the most, I'm starting to realize everybody's on. Everybody, I, I'm starting to listen to other people. They're all over this dog. They all want to adopt this dog. That means that's a dog that's going to pee on the carpet. He's going to bite your kids. He's going to be back at the pound in a week. Okay. You know, I think when everyone's zigging, this might be the time to zag. Okay. All right. So that dog is the uh, Chicago Bears plus three and a half. I'm going to get my hat out for you. Staying away. Oh, you're staying away from the Bears? Staying away. If the weather was nastier up in Chicago, they're playing the Lions, I would like that. But there's just too many people back in the Bears right now for me to be comfortable with. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm going to do something even dumber. I'm going to go back to Denver Broncos getting an away Oof. home game in Oof. L.A. against the useless Chargers. There is no charge to this team. Uh, they're talking about splitting carries from their elite running back. I mean, the wheels are falling off. All the nerds that love Justin Herbert are running out of ways to defend him. Um, and that's a, the only thing I don't like there, two and a half points. Would have liked it to be a field goal and a half. But uh, I do think the Broncos get back on track. They're second in the AFC West. They started the year horribly. Absolutely. The Dolphins dumped 70 on them. It was brutal. It was just it was a massacre. That hadn't happened in 20-plus years in the NFL. But that team has gotten better. Sure, the only thing they couldn't beat was C.J. Stroud and the Texans, but they had won five straight leading up to that game, so they were due to cool off. I like the Broncos this week as a uh, two-and-a-half-point dog in L.A. Everybody's a home favorite. Or, you know, you get home field advantage when you travel and play the Chargers because there are no Charger fans, and everybody no. wants to go visit. Yeah, there are none. <laughs> wow. It's crazy. It's like everyone in the AFC yeah. West is like, wow, we get two home games this season against the Chargers. What a, It's incredible. Um, I got a weird story this week. Uh, okay. It came out yesterday. What? What? Uh, Sean McDermott, coach of the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. uh, had a press conference, and he, he was talking about how he was trying to rile up his team. Their defense has been a little shaky. And uh, he he used the, the, maybe the worst example of all time. So it's uh, this article goes, uh, At St. John Fisher College in Pittsburgh, New York, McDermott's morning address began innocently enough. He told the entire team they needed to come together. All right. But then sources on hand say he used a strange model. The terrorist on September 11, 2001, he cited, the hijackers as a group of people who were all able to get on the same page what? to orchestrate <laughs> attacks to perfection. I guess the team, if teamwork's involved... Teamwork makes oh, a dream work. Is that what he's saying? Yeah. What? One by one, McDermott started asking specific players in the room questions. What tactics do you think they used to come together? A young player methodically tried to answer, what do you think their biggest obstacle was? The coach asked. A veteran answered, TSA, which mercifully lightened the mood. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, holy hell. What, oh, an, what an example. We've come a long way, huh? The, the pictures of, like, there's just, like, Josh Allen looking, like, shell-shocked on the sideline, and the quotes are just, like, when coach asks you to fly a second plane. <laughs> it's just, like, the memes have been incredible over the last day. 
But uh, I don't know so if you got to tell the story of Charles Manson this this week. Maybe you know, he's like, like, what if we got together and uh, murdered Sharon Tate? Yeah. And look out, look out, Taylor Swift. Okay, if he's using these kind of uh, but Charles Manson's about family. That's the lesson. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, McDermott. Uh, the the Bills Chiefs game going to be part of my big parlay. I uh, I even named this one, so no way it loses. <laughs> okay, no way. Okay. Well, we'll get to the parlay later. In the uh, in the morning. Can I ask you okay, a real okay. quick question? Yeah. About uh, you know, um, I see these commercials on TV, and I don't do any of the gambling apps. And I'm thinking because mm. you know you've kind of you know I've had more interest in the NFL this year than I ever have. But I see these uh, these ads yeah, on TV Draft saying Kings, make a five dollar bet and get two million dollars in like free bet. free bets. Yeah. What now? What is going on there? What's with the what's, FanDuel what's Draft the, Kings? That's, that's their essential like free play is. But here's the problem with that. What's too. the hitch though? There's the always hitch is that What's the that catch? stays like with them. So whenever you you could bet up to a certain amount on your first bet, and if it loses, they'll kind of refund you on that. Yeah. But you're in the hole for however much that is. Like they, you don't get the money back. That's just like now what you have to gamble with. I got you. Yeah. All right. What happened to GoDaddy? It's not. Danica Patrick got in a NASCAR and people stopped caring. Damn. I know it's a real shame. The, I, you know what? That was the most criminal thing as a young young child watching the Super Bowl and seeing those horned up GoDaddy commercials and thinking, whoa, I got to go to GoDaddy.com and then finding out it's just selling domains <laughs> <laughs> I, and I'm eight and don't know what a domain is. <laughs> a dominatrix. Yeah, uh, That'd be fantastic. Hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Are you... Uh, so? They pulled you out of here on Friday, and we mm-hmm. talked to the folks over at ESPN is also inside of our building, mm-hmm. ESPN Radio. 1027, does that sound right, guys? I don't know. Yes, that, that is the number. And uh, I think so. And they called you in and said, hey, can we have Sawyer come sit in? And like, like, do you own him? I think like, he's a human being. Ask him. I think he'd love to go to it. So you went over there on Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apparently you did so well, they had you back in on Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. And then are you going back in there today again? I believe so. Because that is that why you're coming in with O'Doul's now? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, never so know, you, you never know who's listening. So you come in on this show <laughs> I love- so high that you can't answer any question. But and you lost my money in week three. But when you go do 1027, you'll show up showered. Shaved. Hang on now. <laughs> I love that he thinks the boss, he's going to walk by the boss with an O'Doul's and the boss is going to go, that's a responsible young man. <laughs> well, I know it, he's drinking responsibly. I know what the, uh, I, I heard a little bit about what the uh, MO of some, some issues that were going on. I'm just trying to show him, like, I'm a, I'm a different, I'm not, you know, I, I may look like that, kind of a, kind of a, um, you a know, loser? Yes. Uh, I don't but know. But I'm not? Yeah. Look at my, look at my uh, graded recently. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not a loser for the last month. Uh, Just don't, don't look beyond my, that, please. Yeah, don't look beyond that. Yeah, please don't interview, like, my girlfriend or any of my close friends or, uh, or any of the, the gentlemen in this room. Uh, that's not fair. What? They're never going to say anything nice about me. That's true. They will. <laughs> Boy, when he cried, he cried really loudly. <laughs> hey, man, I told you that in confidence. Confidence. Uh, so have the other uh, comedians in the community started yelling sell out to you yet? Yeah, have you gotten that yet? I haven't told anyone anything. <laughs> <laughs> like a podcast is cool. The Ter- only people that have heard anything are my girlfriend and my father. And then the man I do construction with because I might be like, hey, I might be busy. 
Um, which, hey, you know what? I'm bringing a blue collar sense to these things. I put down the jackhammer on Tuesday to come into the building covered in drywall dust also. And hopefully there was no asbestos. I, that's a very tiny room they have over there. I don't want to poison anyone. And then guess what? When I got done, I grabbed my lunchbox, went right back to work. Started you're, hanging you are, more drywall. See, well, and you're doing what you got to do to survive in this town. You have to hang a lot of shingles outside of your building. And uh, you gotta have. What's killer called those? You gotta have a. <laughs> you, you gotta have a whole lot of hats on too, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, That's mainly because cool. my hairline's receding. Well, but, hey, hey, I, you told me that in confidence. <laughs> Keep the hat on. Uh, last thing I want to ask you is, what is going on? The Cowboys, the Texans, the Longhorns. There's never been a time that a someone in Austin could celebrate all three of all those three teams, teams doing well at the same time. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah, it's probably whatever we're putting in the water here, uh, mainly to ideally keep it from freezing in the coming months. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's a great time to be a Texas fan of football. Um, I'm sure our high school teams are still killing it. Uh, Divorce rates are probably down uh-huh. in Texas. They're like, hey, it's a good time our, to be a dog. kids might make the league. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot less yeah. kicking going on. Uh, we're hanging with Soul Your Soul for the rest of the morning. we got hot dogs going. We're getting ready to go to a group lunch. We have gifts to we open gifts up a little bit. Open. What's all that? It's the helicopter. Oh. <laughs> You're doing the helicopter right now? <laughs> Keep it right here till 10 a.m. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents <laughs> Nods to the Odd. A German couple had their Caribbean cruise vacation ruined, and they ended up stranded in Barbados with all of their luggage for doing nothing more than being a happy couple. Oh, boy. This is absolutely Ridiculous. Scandalous. Uh, Shameful. A German pair. They were ordered to leave their cruise ship just one day into a two-week-long trip. They had been saving up for years. They prepaid their money. They got on the cruise ship. They were heading around the Caribbean. Now, think about it, too. You're in Germany, landlocked Germany, where everybody is just, it's it's beer, sausage, cheese, big-shouldered women. You haven't seen the sun in six months. Yeah, and you're out there, and it's going to be wonderful. I love big shoulders. Uh, The cruise line said that the couple was having intercourse too loudly and needed to be removed from the ship. What's the decibel level? I want to know. Guilty as charged. They were not returned their money, so they are now suing the company, saying they were stranded. They said the incident actually took place a couple years ago. They're still in suit. They said that they booked a holiday aboard the Mine Schiff 5, which means my ship 5, mm-hmm. uh, which set sail on April 1st. Well, you can't set sail on April Fool's. That's automatically going to come back to you. They said they had very loud consensual sex. They forgot that the balcony door was open. <laughs> Why'd they have to mention uh, that? The balcony door was open. Sometimes there's only a door between you and the other. Y'all don't find it. I think it's kind of hot, right? I mean, why not? I like the sounds of that. Well, you might have kids in the, your, you know, the adjoining room or what. I don't know. Read on. After having the humpage, uh, the guy was in the shower. Uh, the lady was out on the, the balcony smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Nice. Classic yeah. move. Got, mean, it, got it done. Good work right there. I got it done. He said a security guard and a manager showed up, knocked on the door, and came into the room and said, uh, you must leave. You, uh, you must leave uh, our cruise ship now. Hogan. Hogan. 
After disembarking in Barbados, the couple say they were stranded and forced to have loud sex on dry land. <laughs> oh. No, they said they had to pay thousands to catch a flight back to Paris. While on the flight, the couple had loud sex on the wing. The couple said that they are now suing the holiday company for damages, including compensation for pain. Yeah, that blown out back. <laughs> My guts is hurting. <laughs> Mine showing the. Uh, they claim that the tour operator violated their duty of care. I wouldn't use the word duty when you're talking about humpage, right? They yeah. say that uh, the do. Uh, now the cruise, oh, the cruise line said, due to a security-related incident, we have made use of our house right and asked the guests to leave the ship. This was done to protect the guests from themselves and their fellow travelers. There has always been correspondence with Mrs. F, in which we. <laughs> Mrs. F. I just realized that they called her Mrs. F. That's not fair. Nice. Is that for anonymity, or that's just her nickname now? <laughs> In which we have set our view of things. Please understand that we do not want to comment on the privacy of our guests in detail. I know they're European. That's why I used privacy. privacy. That's what they say over there. Privacy. Having to hear Germans have... What's that? 69. What does that mean? 69. What are you saying? 69! <laughs> Having to hear Germans have loud sex is just the bratwurst. Yeah, that's actually called <laughs> it's called World War Three. It's uh, I really don't think. Yeah, mm, gross. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odds. Uh, a substitute teacher is in trouble. Oh boy. Yeah, in Anderson, California. Watch out. They're facing charges of indecent exposure and molesting a child. Oh, but it's not what you think it is. Stephen Conciani. Hey. It's one of your people, Bob. Uh -huh. hey. Stephen Conciani, 32 years old, who was arrested this Tuesday on suspicion of indecent exposure and molesting a child <laughs> at a middle school. Now, when you hear molestation, what do you think of? An awful crime that someone should be locked up for? Yeah, someone getting molested. Yeah, great a album from Michael molested. Jackson. Y'all don't play him on this radio station. <laughs> the Anderson Police Department said that the vice principal reported that Conciani mooned his classroom. <laughs> it said he dropped his pants and underwear, pulled it down to mid-thigh, bent over, and showed his buttocks to the classroom. Damn. Uh, the, uh, the principal had to send out a note to the parents. It said uh, his upper chest, neck area, butt cheeks, and butt crack were exposed to ch two students reported seeing frontal genital nudity. Yo, he hit him with the goat? Wait, wait, wait. What? No, listen. Two students reported seeing frontal genital nudity from behind. That means they saw the they mm. saw the back of the sack is what happened. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's the, that's yeah, the goat? The goat is where you tuck between your legs oh, all the way no, to the no, no, I no, thought no. that was a no. fruit basket. He did, yeah, he didn't duck it around. It was just hanging regular, ah. but they could see kind of the slip. You know what I mean? That What's Damn. happening there? They basically... This is an old sub. If this, They got a, know, they got a view though. of uh, uh, Lake Tainticaca. You know what I'm saying? Ah, I see, I see. The... Uh, 
The superintendent says students endured a an intolerable situation during class. He stressed that the district had no prior knowledge. <laughs> Do you have to say that? Actually, we they, he came to us and said, hey, can I show my butthole to the class? And we approved it. We didn't think it would be anything wrong. We are bad. Well, they were teaching about astronomy that day. <laughs> No. <laughs> Here's the moon and a couple of stars. Folks, I want to show you what's the name of this planet. <laughs> we applaud these students for their bravery and are deeply sorry for their experience. The district will provide counseling for the students that are disturbed. Hey, Bob, do you know that you're, you're playing thing? Do you know that you're, we can hear your, your phone? No, nobody can hear that. Bob, we just heard Holy S come over the, the oh, airwaves. No. Oh, no. Do you think your microphone's not on? No. He found Did, those German people's OnlyFans. Bob, I'm the stroke victim on the show. You can't go full stroke. I I'm went full go. stroke. <laughs> It was that hot dog. I didn't mean it to embarrass you. If I'm boring you, it's fine. You can watch TikTok, but I'm just saying, can you turn the volume down? <laughs> we just all of a sudden hear, holy ass. <laughs> I was like, that's not on me. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't I say it. I didn't I say it. <laughs> well, it was a joke. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Not. not to the odd. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that couple was already kicked off. Uh, a a conservative pundit says Pornhub Pornhub makes you gay or trans. I huh. don't know Lock yet. Lock me up and throw away the key. I don't know <laughs> if you get to choose from the two or if you if it's up in the air. I don't know what happened. Michael Knowles, he's a far right Daily Wire commentator, so has said good. that pornography is influencing your orientation and your gender. Nah, it makes me think differently about stepmoms, but that's it. That is very true. Uh, he says that Pornhub staff is inserting gay themes into mainstream porn in order to convert <laughs> you hmm. to being gay or trans. Well, he's, there is always a penis there, and I, it's kind of gay. <laughs> You're very true. You know? You're making some good points. I, Put in I, your 10,000 hours. Maybe I should be on the, uh, what is this? Uh, the interview featured claims based by a senior correspondent specialist. He says, let's say you're 12 years old and you're still figuring out your sexuality, maybe even your gender. Wouldn't it be helpful to see not a celebration, but just maybe a normalization of something that you think that you want? That probably helps you. Um, is this guy making an argument? I don't because know. Because it sounds like what he's saying is, wouldn't it be nice to have things that help you understand yourself? Some Beach Boy song. I think the porn shouldn't be as yeah. hardcore, maybe. Every, everybody Tone be polite. It down a yeah. Tone it down. Make it nice, yeah. Skinamax for eight-year-olds, you know? Skin. Softcore. He says that this means that there's a major discovery. One is that Pornhub knows kids are looking at their content, and that's why they're putting it there. They're totally fine with it, he said. He said, yeah, they're trying to convert straight guys into looking at gay porn or trans <laughs> porn. But here's, here's what happens with these people, these, these, these guys that speak out against this. Mm -hmm. It's always these kind of transphobes, but their algorithms 
Are full of it. Are full of it. And so that's what he's receiving. He's logging on to Pornhub and he's like, there's so much Why trans porn. What this? is going yeah. on? Why can't I, I keep clicking on it? <laughs> any trans porn at all. Like, so. You want me to send you some? Yeah, bring it out. Let's. I'm going to the I'm, screen with Chewie's uh, search history recently. No, I do like that he's just like, they're oh, doing the this on purpose. They're doing this on purpose. Every time I go, every time I click on another one of these trans videos, you wouldn't believe how many I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his algorithm. If they were trying to get the kids, it would be Fortnite foreplay. He yeah, says yeah. he's calling for an eradication of transgenderism. And he says... Uh, Oh, well, then he says some really hateful stuff. We'll we'll move on from that. And, uh, yeah, he says it's all part of a decades-long agenda. Any, and so, any, yeah, any idea who's running that show? Like, who's uh, who's he accusing? Yes. No, the point, I mean, but is there a specific... I think you know, Bob. Power? Who pays, oh. who pays us to be on the radio right now? Soros! George Soros! Thank you, Soros! Soros! The Pentaveret. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, you hear the sound? Yeah. That's my new. That's that's my newest paycheck coming in from Mister Jorge Soros. <laughs> Pass the adrenochrome. Uh, every day after the show, we sit. go down. Mister Soros shows up in his helicopter. He goes downstairs. We meet downstairs. The reason we meet in the basement is that's where the babies are having their adrenochrome. Gotcha. Drain, drain. We drink that adrenochrome. Then Bob and I touch weens together. Yeah. Where they cross, we cross swords, as we like to call it. Uh, anyway. Lunches have been incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> Apparently, what they're saying is anyone who's watched Pornhub is now either gay or trans. So, luckily, I'm sure a lot of you have never... It's going to make me a great at- diversity hire for this station. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean... Nice. I've never been to that site. I would never, ever go to that. It's a horrific... Terrific! What they what oh, he, what no. they, they see with Matt there. and Bob presents Nuts to the Eye. And finally, guns, 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 guns. Uh, a woman uh, entered an MRI machine with a gun. <laughs> I don't trust magnets either. They tell you to take all the metal out of your pockets and stuff. Magnets? Take your rings How do they work? (laughs) This is is what Insane insane Clown Posse tried to warn us against. A 57-year-old woman denied having any metal in her pockets or even any firearms on her body. None of their business. She said it was none of their business. That's literally what she said when this happened. She uh, entered the MRI machine, uh, the magnetic resonance imaging machine, you know, the magnet. It set off the firearm, and Whoa. she shot herself in the ass. She shot herself in the ass on a downstroke. Something <laughs> bit me. Um, when asked, she said it was none none of their business whether she had a firearm or not. Well, you've proven a point. She's made the hospital more money because now they got to treat a bullet like bullet wound at the same yeah. time. Well, I also love thinking that it, that the hospital's part of the liberal agenda trying to take <laughs> her gun before she goes in there. They were lying about it. That is, doctor bought a knife to a gunfire. Is this why the X-ray tech hides behind something whenever we're in there? So. Or why give you Kevlar? Yeah. Where's the lead an MRI? Yeah. yeah, the hospital said luckily the bullet barely penetrated her her buttocks. And they described the entry and exit wounds as very small and perhaps even superficial. Did she damage the machine? What, are the, what was the exit point of the... the those are expensive. 
Yeah. Uh, the article recommends, are you ready? The article is recommending that anyone that having an MRI to let your uh, to let your attendant know that you do have a gun. <laughs> Maybe even a knife. Are you ready? The woman in this case was fortunate. After the injury, she was taken to a nearby hospital. <laughs> this, apparently, this was at You're a, not allowed here anymore. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go next door. We don't want you here. They said that she's okay and that she's healing well. I don't okay. know mentally if she's healing well. <laughs> what What do you think's gonna happen? These nurses, you know, they were gonna try to come at me with a sponge bath and make me watch Pornhub. <laughs> I had to protect myself. The damn machine shot me. <laughs> Somebody here in the comments wrote, Shot in the ass in your true blame. So was it you actually... gave him our eyes a bad name. <laughs> did the gun actually discharge or did the bullet just get sucked out by the magnet? Like I, like she had one in the chamber? She had one if you met in the... a woman, If you met a woman that had one in the chamber, would you suck anything out? I'm just saying, would it, did the Whoa. magnet, was it so strong that the it pulled, it pulled the, the trigger. bullet out? Yeah. Point pulled all the gun didn't have I don't understand that. Point I'm too. trying to think of the ballistics there. What, what's going on? Oh, you got a loaded gun. My dad was an MRI tech for like his entire life, and some idiot brought a wheelchair in there once, <laughs> and they had to drill into the ceiling, into the floor, into the ceiling, into the floor, a whole pulley system to try to remove a wheelchair from an MRI machine because wow. it was just the magnet's so powerful. Well, there's mistakes have been made too. I had a very angry confrontation with somebody in a hospital once who well, I went back into my mother's room and, and she was in the hospital and I said, where's my mother? And I said, oh, she's been taken for an MRI. And I said, an MRI? Her arm is filled with, with me- you, you've noted that, right? And they said, oh, nobody has no-. I was uh-huh. like, my mother has, a her arm was arm, crushed yeah. and it, she's filled with pins there. And they had to run down the hallway because they had not noted that anywhere. I was like, yeah, that could be an issue. You don't necessarily want to do that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is today's Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods Nods to the the Odd. odd. Friday morning house party. It's time to open up gifts. We'll do that in just about three minutes. In the meantime, we haven't played this one a long time. What is this one? It's a little top. It's right out of LaGrange, Texas. DC top. Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. We're back with more compelling content. Don't forget, tickets still on sale. We have a few left. Uh, Probably under 20. It's exactly 20. Just heard from Cap City, and we have exactly 20 tickets left to next Wednesday's live show. It's a sellout risk. If you're interested, yeah. Something tells me that it because of our listeners and the way that they beha- behave. Friday, they'll keep us hanging on this idea of will we sell out or not, all the way up until the show. But remember, comes. for some people, it's payday today, so they yeah. may click that buy button today. Yeah, there's a couple of people that told me they bought today because they got paid. right. So uh, we're at a sellout risk. Uh, CapCityComedy.com. Don't be li- listen. Buy now or cry later. All right, you don't want to pay those scalper prices. I don't that's, know what's true. I don't know what uh, <laughs> Randy's going to be uh, selling these for on the on the street. At least four hundred, you know. So get them while they're the low retail value of just twenty dollars you know, to have uh, have a good time, have some holiday cheer. Going to have special guests. Sawyer's, I think, is going to be there. But Boog, you want to? You ever wanted to have your picture taken with Boog? You know, that may be your chance. Oh I mean, yeah, and you and I could even sign your stuff uh, where I misspell my name. Well, let's not get yeah. carried away. <laughs> and by your stuff, he means yeah. that's right. Your stuff. Out. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, uh, CapCityComedy.com. Don't be left behind. Yeah. 
Uh, he can sign your butthole where he uses the hole as one of the O's in Boog. Yep, Ooh. that works. The show is next Wednesday night at 730. Uh, the show is also happening right now. I love that guys understand that wrapping gifts is obnoxious and it's hard to do and nobody wants to waste well, their time Well, some people that, can't right? do it. It's a sign of a genius. This one's very nice. You can't do it. Do we need to shut down? What happened over there, Chew? Our, our friend uh, that y'all missed last night, Nayeli, is calling in that we haven't heard from in a while. Uh, we don't have to shut it down. Right? No, I mean, we could pivot to her real quick because is she drunk? Why didn't she say Ooh, I don't know if she can. She told me she can't get drunk in the morning anymore. Nayeli. It's a quitter. Hi. Hey, Hi, Nayeli. Nayeli. Good to hear from you. It's been forever. What's guys, on yeah. the radio. We haven't heard. I was you all yesterday. How come we didn't, how yeah, how didn't, didn't say didn't introduce I don't yourself? Know, I don't know what you look like still. Bob and Matt were too busy to take a picture with Too me, important, but I right? A picture with Chewy. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I'm starting to really understand how this went down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're sorry that we were so busy. For listeners that don't know, you used to call us. Sometimes you were maybe a little hungover in the morning in the drop-off line, dropping off your kid, and then you would go party sometimes in the morning. Yes, because I used to work from home, but now I have an office job, and I cannot drink that much in the morning. That much. 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 I I feel you. You got the O'Douls, huh? Now, what's your dating situation like these days, Nayeli? What is my dating situation? It is very complicated. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. You know what? Is it a bit of a chewy situation? No. I, just feel, I feel like a woman who can't drink that much in the morning, everything about their situations is always a little complicated. I feel so. Before, everything was so easy that I used to drink every morning, but now I don't. <laughs> Do you ever feel like some of the complications in your life might be self-inflicted? Uh, I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Do you blame yourself for anything going on right now? Do I blame myself? I blame nobody. I think everything's okay. Everything's good. Okay. Did, Chewy, yeah, good. did Chewy live up to your expectations when you met him last night? Uh, oh, boy, that's a long oh, pause. Man. His skin was very, like, looked very soft. Hell yeah. Hell you did you feel his, did be? you feel his his chest muscles or anything there? Because that's be? not soft. Did you feel anywhere else? That's definitely not soft. <laughs> he cut glass down there if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, you guys are so funny. All right. Just wanted to say hi. All right. Well, All right. Let's, let's oh, she's letting us go. Okay. <laughs> that's always, yeah. All right, that's well, always let's, uh, good. Let's complicate that situation a little more. That, that's yeah. how you yeah. so much. It's jalapenos. I got the extra hot ones. Uh-huh. Well, listen, we got to open gifts. Otherwise, we'd like to talk to you forever. Uh, I could talk to you guys forever, too. Yeah. Oh, but no. I was kind of heard that I couldn't get a picture with all three guys. All you had to do was come over and say hi. I know, I don't... Or you could buy a ticket to see them at Cap City this Wednesday and they would love to take a picture. She's passed out by 7.30 at night. What are you talking about, dude? They don't have to be awake in the audience. I sell tickets to snoozers all the time. Like, keep waking myself up to make it over there. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Nayeli. I'm sorry that... I mean, I'm glad that we met you without seeing you last night. Hi, Scott. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 I would have liked to have seen her. I wonder if anybody got a. Did you get a pick hey, with? I want to see the pick. young lady. Honest question. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? What? I. Didn't... You got to finally see it. What? What's it like? Oh, like why did she look? 
Why did, you're why did she look? Question. Did you just say, why did she look? I just said, how did she look? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Were you attracted to her? Uh, uh, she's a cute girl. Okay. Well, Not said. What's up? Was it everything you thought it might be? Like, I don't. I you looked at her, and there's that the little bit of trouble. Was I there any? Did, I did didn't you, ask her to spin for me. And did, then, it, <laughs> uh, did you have? It was any of your I can save her instinct awoken inside of you? No, I don't think I can save anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the money to save the. McDonald's cashier. So Nepo's brought in some gifts for us. Aww. Nepo is uh, ending his semester. He's had a great semester with us, and uh, he he brought us in gifts, and he wrapped them like a true man. Him. He literally has put some wrapping paper half-assed around it, and then tightened it up with some blue painters tape. Man, and that's what I love. Trouble. I think that's just a popcorn. That's ball in what there. I love, though, is is seeing that. You want to go first, Bob? Well, yeah, we probably all got the same thing. No, he probably used together. your money since he's your son. Right. It's all right. Okay. I gave him a budget. Do we have any uh, present unwrapping music? Christmas Christmas music. Hang on a second, Bob. Yeah, we got to get play the some. sound of my parents fighting on Christmas Day. <laughs> That's the music. <laughs> it's the sweet sound of a stall Christmas. Mm. <laughs> hang on, hang on, Bob. We're going to pull up a little bit of Christmas music for you to unwrap. The issue to to. is the double ads that YouTube has now. Oh. Double ads. Yeah. Hey, dude. I've noticed I put that a lot lately. of jalapenos. How many thing? jalapenos did you put? You're, yeah, my last I covered one was it. covered. Sorry, I covered all the last three. Yeah. I love jalapenos. I love the spiciness. So, sue me. Sue me. There you go, Bob. Oh, man. I feel all warm and cozy now. Do you know how hard it was to hide that bike in the egg? <laughs> <laughs> is there anything in here? Or is it just... Wow. Yeah, come on, open it up. Oh, nice. What? There's another. You got to keep looking. Oh, okay. Oh, because it's just a roll. Rock and roll. There's a roll, a bread roll, and a little. Because you do the rock and roll news. I know. That's going to be. I'm going to make. I'm going to make that a poster. Okay, I'm opening mine. Get it. What are you opening? Which one? We all got a square one. I'm imagining that's kind of the same. I got yeah, the, the, the square one is the Marcus Aurelius Meditations. Uh, uh, or, well, well uh, Meditations equivalent. You know, Spoiler it's right. the one that goes Spoiler. out to to everybody that. Uh, what movie that was that about? from? Like, okay. The holdovers. Here's, the holdovers. What, I, yeah, here's yeah, yeah. what I got it is a bottle of barbecue sauce. <laughs> and on the front it says, Are you ready? Thank you so much for being a part of our special day. We are so grateful for you. We love you all, Bennett and Haley. I got a re-gift barbecue sauce from a wedding that you went to. Correct. Thank you very, very, very much, Nepo. It is Nepo. very, very good barbecue sauce. So I missed Bennett and Haley's wedding, but I got their barbecue sauce. <laughs> and when I went over to their mother's house a few months ago, I was raving about how much I loved the barbecue sauce. And they were like, we have leftover from the wedding take more bottles so you can give them to people wow. or just like wow. so you can have for more for yourself. So. Are Bennett and Haley still doing well or are they, they divorced are. yet? They are. Oh, they no, are. That, no plans to divorce. Shout out to Bennett and Haley. All right, Chew, it's your turn right. to unwrap something there. Your rich friend. ass better got me some East St. Laurent. East St. Laurent. At least a Mary. Hit him with that YSL. All right. Looks like we got Hey, some frozen sausage. Looks local. <laughs> I love that. Look you know, what it says on it. Not for sale. 
Thank you, John Dolliver. That's my father. Is that, that your father? That's the. You got his father's that sausage? Deer specifically. <laughs> that deer specifically. Tell him his sausage is I got myself, and then I skinned it myself. Oh, so really? Deer sausage. They have two serial killers in the room. Did you rub the, <laughs> did you put the blood on your face? The oh, first blood? You know what do they call that? You know it. What do you call that? You're supposed to eat the heart. The face paint? Yeah. Thank you. I that got something good. for, uh, did you have a gift? Who? Oh, I that's, got, uh, you got a. That wasn't corner. for you, by the way. Sawyer, you weren't supposed to open that. Why'd you hand it to me? <laughs> I already got mine from you know who. I got something for you, Sawyer. I don't. I hope this fits you. Oh, Sick. Hey, thank you back. very much, Nepo. Thank you, Nepo. Bye. Did you thank skin you, that yourself too? Yeah, back about twenty years ago for a Halloween costume, I wanted to go as Kowalski from the original uh, Vanishing Point movie, the guy that drives the Challenger across uh-huh. the country, hauling drugs or whatever, in record time from Denver to Seattle or wherever. wherever. Anyway, well, do you think this would... I don't need it, and it's been in my closet, and I go, this says Sawyer. What would you call this? It's a vest. But it's, uh, what would I call Sherpa that? Vest. I a Sherpa vest. I would call that uh, uh, something you're going to drop off at the Goodwill. No, I think <laughs> no. this... I, that I, is I, my middle name. I don't know. You, I know you're... You're a tall guy, like, but you're, you're not supposed to wear a shirt under that. I don't think so, no. I mean, Let me see it. Take your shirt you're off. a big guy. This is going to look good. Come oh, on. man, I bet... I bet the ladies are sad that they're not. I bet the look at this animal. The female you interns look like Ted are not. Nugent now. Oh, that you really do look like Ted Nugent. You look like one of the dudes from the Warriors. That's yeah. yours, my friend. Give me the duels bottle. Warriors, <laughs> come out to play. That's yours. Hey, that's the call. You guys, there's still tickets for this Wednesday's show at Cab City Comedy. That's yours. Hey, thanks, man. That's real leather on the outside and polyester Sherpa wool on the Sherpa wool on the inside. Real split grain leather. I don't know. That's the suede. Okay. I want to see that on stage at some point. All right. What are y'all doing on Wednesday? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to join us on Wednesday. We talked about it, didn't we? Yes. Okay. Then I'm like, you kept saying that. There you go. There's the last 20 uh tickets. There go the last 20 tickets when people yeah. know that you're going to be there. Yeah. yeah, dude, y'all had to get someone that sold out that place before. You know, come on now. Did you sell out the big room? Sip of near beer. Any other gifts? You did sell out the the, the smaller room. Oh, the, mm. And it's only smaller by 75%. Yeah. You know, they say it's. If the room is rocking. Um, then it must I, be the small room. It must be the small room. <laughs> and oh my God, did that guy sell out the big room next door and it's really loud in there too? <laughs> Can't they put some insulation in there somewhere? Blow some insulation in the walls? And if they the need studs? to, I know a guy that would do it for, <laughs> for just like a little more stage time. <laughs> are you, so are you going to head straight from here today uh, back to your blue collar ditch digging job? No, I took, I take Fridays off. Jimmy so, Buffett didn't die for you to be sober on a Friday. Oh, okay. So are you not sober right now? No, I'm uh, only O'Doul's and hot dogs. Okay, because we're going to call the owner down here to talk to you about maybe doing some more sports radio. We thought it'd be right now would be a great time. Well, you know, while you uh, smell of hot dogs, you're, you're drinking a, a, a giant twenty-five ounce beer. That's no, that's a lie. In a, <laughs> I'm being slandered right now. <laughs> oh, you it's look, been a great. This good. would be a, a great time. Like, Hi, Bob. Christmas. Great to see. <laughs> this is a, it's just a nice, it's a wonderful here. Christmas. A wonderful it? Christmas. Are we going to do a gift exchange or something at the, the fire at the podcast? Uh, Traditionally, we I have. got I don't something we, for you, boys. I don't know if we did it last time. <laughs> <laughs>
Did we Bobby do left those in the pocket? <laughs> did we do a gift exchange at last year's? Uh, I don't Christmas? think we did last year because we had a lot of stuff planned. Yeah, already. Right. It's too much. Um, but I'm not against it if we set a limit. I'm what is, the, what the, is the standard limit now? Is there? Is, I mean, we have inflation and everything. Like fifty. It's gone from like twenty to fifty, right? I, I spent oh. a hundred and fifty on kids I'll never yeah. meet yesterday. Yeah, that come on now. I even gave him the present I bought for myself, <laughs> the Silvio from the Sopranos pop figure. They have That's this. That's pretty good. This, I know. I, this I gotta go back globe. and get another one. They had another one there. I gotta go back and get it. The yeah. snow globe that's Polly Walnuts and uh, Christopher. Christopher. Yeah, and, uh, it's a hundred dollars, but I wanted it so bad. Oh man! Because to them, when they got Let's trapped in the happened. snow, uh, we've got more show coming up. Yeah. We want you just to... Uh, we're in really in a holiday spirit right we now. We want you to enjoy yeah, a little bit of that, that dulcet holiday tunes. As long as you hear them right now, now you don't have to switch over to Magic FM or whatever. If y'all kept this going in the background, I think it would keep like holiday ratings going way up. People thinking they get the Christmas station right here. Yeah, they get, they get you might be right. You might are, be right. Are, is anybody Chestnuts in this room? Chestnuts roasting over Matt's mouth. <laughs> Until they hear the first D joke, yeah. Then it's back to Magic. This D is magic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm hey, saying? We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, nothing says Christmas. Like Hattie's. Never been any reason. That's right. Go ahead and get the chestnuts. Freezing. Put the socks down on the chimney. Headquarters. Cowbell. Good morning to Matt and Bob. Uh, we're no longer promoting our Blue Santa stuff to truck because that happened last night. But we do want to say another thank you to all of the listening community that came out. And it was quite a number of you. We were shocked. I mean, and I know this sounds like we're brown nosing, but we really were. It was called Stuff the Truck. We were hoping to fill the truck. We did not realize that we were going to fill like five truck beds with toys. Uh, We had to bring in some other trucks. We were, it's a good problem to have that did not be fully expecting what did show up, but we thank you. And those of you, some of you didn't, didn't have toys, you brought cash. And I'm sorry that at first we didn't even know what to do with it. Um, we found a way to make those donations properly uh, in your behalf, and uh, it's going to all work out. And, uh, in fact, we're going to talk to the Blue Santa people next week because they we said, well, if there's anything you need in the future, I said, well, actually, there is something we really could use this year. And it was interesting to hear, and we said, you know what? I think our listeners may be able to help you out with that. Could you call us so next Tuesday around 8 o'clock? We'll talk with the folks from Blue Santa with some of the, uh, the other needs that they have. Uh, for this community, remember, we started the show a couple years ago. With the idea of community. Big tent, we called it. We don't care who you pray to, who you vote for, what you look like, who you love, any of that stuff. We uh, just, the idea is community here. We love you. Keep it all together. Now, we do, we also talk about taints. Yeah, we do. And prostitutes, cocaine, and all that stuff. But, hey, that's all inside the big tent. Get in here. We're having a good time. We're having a hell of a good time. We love them. Made me feel like a good person yesterday somehow. I've never had that feeling before. Really? Ever? Ever. No, I don't think about it. I think I do good things. But you don't ever, like, finish, like, a whole steak and feel like a pretty damn good person? But then is that a good deed? What did you do for someone? You could have split that with us. Kept that from spoiling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a story, and I thought this was interesting. I love this type of punishment, which I guess you could call it ironic. I, I don't know. And I want America to have a little more of it. But this headline, and it's from people, so you know it's real. A woman who threw a burrito bowl at Chipotle worker... 
was sentenced to work two months in fast food. That is amazing. That is Hats amazing. off to the judge. I don't know how. I mean, a judge doesn't. Does the judge really have that much power to control a punishment like that, or did they all vote for it? Or I don't know. An Ohio woman has been sentenced to a month in jail and must work in fast food for two months after she attacked a Chipotle worker. Rosemary Hain was caught on video throwing food in the face of an employee, Emily Russell. Poor thing. Uh, she pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor assault charge and the Parma Municipal Court Judge Timothy Gilligan, who I applaud, sentenced to her 180 days in jail in a hearing last week. Uh, but I think here, the remainder of her sentencing, the 60 days, will be at a fast food restaurant. That's what a local news outlet reported. She must work at least 20 hours a week at whichever fast food restaurant she finds a job at. I, I, this is genius, and I think it should happen a lot more. I, uh, How do you get this to happen? Is it like just... A rogue judge that's going to do whatever? I'm trying to find in the story where exactly. Let's see. In a statement to people, Lori Shallow, Chief Corporate Affairs Officer for Chipotle, said the health and safety of our employees is our greatest priority, and we're pleased to see Well, certainly not the health of the customer. Let's see. It may have been like an ultimatum thing where the judge was like, you can either do 12 months in jail or you can do a month in jail and two months. Well, I mean, usually, two months with a fast usually that's like military or probation yeah, right. or something. I've never heard. Clean the Chipotle. highway. Yeah. <laughs> what about highway cleanup? Well, it that's prob- that's, re- that's standard community service. My right. assumption is going to be that the sentencing actually came through a plea agreement. Oh, so uh, an attorney actually proposed this, you think? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's generally how these kind of things are done that seem to be uh, in a, a grayer area than just you're going to jail for this many days. Uh, that it comes through some kind of uh, discussion. And that happens with almost all cases is that the attorneys will have discussions with the prosecutor and they also have discussions with the uh, the judge as well. The judge has, has to okay any agreement that come between the prosecutor uh, and the accused. I think to really make things right and, you know, right the wrongs and you know, come through on the damages yeah. is you have to work that woman's shift who I think she said she was working 65 hours a week at oh. Chipotle. You have to do that to Here's make gonna be that the, woman gets to throw a Chipotle bowl back in your face. I feel Ooh, like yeah. you want to go with Hammur- was it Hammurabi's code? Yeah. Yeah. Eye, for eye, for an eye. eye for an eye. An eye for an eye. Yeah. I like, I mean, it, to me, that's the most fair. Here's an issue. Yeah. I think it would be great to have her work two months. The problem is you have to work in an invested way in fast food to actually understand because now what you're telling me is I'm an, I'm another person on the register or on the floor, right? No, you're getting grease trapped. No, no, no. Listen to me. I'm an employee. Not mm-hmm. talking about her. I'm talking about me. Okay. I'm an employee at a Chipotle. And then I find out that this woman who's been sentenced to be there and has no mm-hmm. desire to be there is, is going to be on my shift. And better at her job. And she's going to be sitting <laughs> in the corner going, this is stupid. This is stupid. All this Ugh. is stupid. And I'm like, I don't want somebody on my shift who's just in my way, and now I'm shorthanded. She's probably going to work at a soup kitchen. Look, it's for two months. She's going to get trained for a a week, maybe two weeks. She's going to be eating right off the line, dude. You know, a guac. She's going to get the big old spoon and just go down the line and just be eating. A guac for a guac makes the whole world poor. Exactly. Exactly. But you have, I don't know, you have to make sure that it's the worst time of her life. Because if it's just a slow Chipotle and we're all chilling... Hanging out, mm. making bowls. We've said it on this show for over 15 years now, and it may have even been before I showed up, Bob. I don't remember. But, you know, I, I will stand by this. 
In Israel, they have something called compulsory military service. So right. Some people can opt out of it, but the majority of people must spend at two least, uh, is it two years? I think it's two years. Doing some kind of service in uh, the military. It's not always uh, gun, gun stuff, but they have to look at themselves as being part of the country as a whole. We have a country right now where we consider our biggest enemy not to be other foreign countries that are trying to ruin us. Mm-hmm. We see our other, our fellow neighbors as our biggest enemy because they vote differently than us or they pray differently than us or something like that, right? That's a real problem. We all just want more money. <laughs> and, but the, the issue the is everyone in this country, and we've talked to military personnel who said, look, we don't want the draft because I don't want to be in a life or death situation where I'm next to a guy who doesn't want to be there and is not bought in. So I get that. So we say the compulsory services, you either have to serve in the military. That's one. You have to work at a customer service desk somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or you have to wait tables. And if the entire country did one of those three things, mm-hmm. I would add in there and say maybe you also had to teach, but we don't want a bunch of lunatics teaching. Mm-hmm. If, we, if you had to do one of those three things, we would quickly become a better country we would understand so more much more the human condition 100 percent uh here's the video of the of the actual i guess crime or assault oh my god that's violent parma woman throwing yeah that's like make that a double it's like 14 dollars a fast food worker we're here on 23 42 city of farm versus rosemary hang here for the purposes of sentencing on tuesday the fox 8i team was in the courtroom when that woman who was found guilty of assault faced a judge you didn't get your burrito bowl the way you like and this is how you respond i did not your honor I did not. If I show you how my food looked and how my food looked a week later. Wait, she still, she's still. Yeah, she's, she's still, still complaining about the Chipotle bowl. Still, she also says that she went back a week later. She still can't accept. I don't understand these people that can't ex- take the Nobody L. accepts accountability. And how, how do you. Come nobody can't. We have not taught. We have an entire accountability nation where nobody learns how to take an L. What Son do you expect them. from a Chipotle bowl? The beans weren't separated from the rice. People love Chipotle. Correct way. Like, if you are ordering I, fast food and there is not a hair on top of it, they you have won. you won. You won. That's the W. Oh, if they I, got it right, yeah. I will admit, I love that Chipotle gives away those free bottles of Tabasco. Oh whenever. yeah, I do yeah. Like that. I, you, I've never been to a Chipotle. They don't give them for free. You just, oh. <laughs> I'm a free birds guy. I honestly think that they should take like a cohort of people like this instead of giving them two months. They should put them at a fast food restaurant that's like two stars, and they have to take the two star restaurant up to like four stars. No. This is you this is actually a game House show. Or churches. This is a game show. Like a it's a game, game. Yeah. It's a game show. <laughs> okay, let's hear some more from this lady. And all I wanted was to be disgusted by that food. My daughter was. I'll pretend I can be happy with the food you're about to get in jail. <laughs> <laughs> of those days and said he would give her 60 days jail credit if she works at least 20 hours per week at a fast food restaurant for two months. Do you want to walk in her shoes for two months and learn how people should treat people or do you want to do your jail time? I'd like to walk in her shoes. Prior to the sentencing, the defendant did tell the victim that she was truly sorry for what happened. The victim, Emily Russell, told the judge she was shocked by the incident and ended up quitting the job because she was traumatized. 
She's going to get what she deserves. She told me she now her. found another place to work and is pleased with the judge's sentence. She didn't get a slap on her wrist, so she's going to learn how to work in fast food, and hopefully it'll be good. And no one deserves that. No one deserves that. The judge told us he was appalled at what took place and said he felt the defendant's actions were completely <laughs> unacceptable. So I thought... You know, who, should the you, city you know whose defense I'm going to come to in this situation? <laughs> Chipotle. I do know who's... Because <laughs> she said that this week. I Chipotle. Jail. And I, you know what? I kind of get it. Okay. What is if that I machine in there? Is that a hot dog roller? Empathy. He's got a hot dog. Oh my God. Oh. He's got a hot dog machine in his office. It's a space heater. Which is even more weird. Damn. The defendant was also ordered to have no contact with the victim and placed on two years probation. In Parma, Peggy Gallick, Fox 8, I-Team. Thank you. I love that. Great I think sir. that should happen even more. To now, as far as... <laughs> does this vic- I mean, does the uh, assaulter learn a lesson? Not, I still don't think she's learned her lesson. I still think she's, she feels yeah. that she was in the right because she's yeah. like, well, you should have seen yeah. how disgusting the bowl was. And it's like even my daughter said it was disgusting. She still hasn't learned like you're you're. But she's going to work there and then make it all nice and be like, that's how it's supposed to look. Right. That's how it's supposed to look. But guess what? She's going to get into her, she's going to get into the weeds a couple times. And then all of a sudden she's going to go, oh, now I get it. People were trying. They were at least they were trying. And sometimes my I'm at a Chipotle. She did not go to, uh, uh, what's it called, Fan de, Fan de San Miguel? Yeah, right. Fond de San Miguel with it, right? You know what I mean? Right. You're getting a burrito. First of all, a burrito is already, hey, put everything together. And then you know why you get a burrito? Because it's disgusting. You wrap mm-hmm. it up there and you can't see what's happening. Don't look inside. Just eat it. I don't understand the concept of I want to take a burrito, <laughs> deconstruct it into a bowl, and it didn't look right. What do you mean it didn't look right? Wasn't pretty. And now the other workers at that Chipotle that she's been assigned to, they had to work they think with that's a hardened jail time. They had to work with a hardened criminal. Bob, if you're if you're working in you're working with criminals, but I, that's I don't know if you know how fast food works. But if she did that at the Taco Bell on Burnett. They would have stole her car. Yeah, <laughs> and rightfully so. This should be so common that there should be one fast food place that is all people that treated somebody like S, yeah. and we get to come in there when we're having a bad day and treat them like S. They have to wear like a funny suit so you know they're the ones that, that are there on, on work release. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. all of them. Yeah. It should and be a hey, place with all like of them. It's like an inverse dick's last resort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except yeah. you get to berate your waiter and then not tip. You're like, ha, ha, ha. You <laughs> mean so that... I'm not sure the lessons are being learned there then. That's just encouraging more of that same terrible behavior. Well, keep it in the, you know. Hammurabi, baby. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we'll call it. Hammurabis. Hammurabis. That's that's our pop-up. We take we take a couple of dudes and we, ladies who were mean to service personnel. You remember the people that Ooh, used to, Karen's Kitchen? Yeah. Do you remember the people <laughs> who during COVID were mad about mask mandates that were set up by the state and then would go in and then yell at a cashier making nine dollars an hour because they were mad at something that the government had put in into the those people should still be punished somehow. Like, I, they, I want only ironic punishments. Like, if you're speeding over 100 mm-hmm. in a school zone, you have to drive that old dude's S10 that doesn't go over 50 or 45. Mm-hmm. How about this? You have month. to be, you have to work the stop cross sign. Guard. You got to be a crossing guard. 
Hammurabi. Hmm. Ooh, I do like the idea of everywhere you go, when you leave your... You know how some people have that thing they have to blow into to start their car if they've yeah. gotten too many DUIs? I got a couple of those friends. Breathalyzer. Yeah, you, <laughs> That's fancy. Push well, the start? Yeah, right. When you, get start, in a car, when you get in a car, you have to hit a button that, that lets the city know you're going somewhere, and then they bring out a big, giant, slow-moving panel van. And you have to drive behind that everywhere, <laughs> and it goes seven miles below the speed limit everywhere in the city, oh. and you have to drive behind it for two months. That's a good punishment. Just to learn some patience. Uh, let's talk to James really fast. James. Hey, is this uh, Stoner Loose Cannon Radio? Yeah. Sure, we'll take that. Hey, uh, where do I get one of these shirts that says, uh, I just got done fishing on Lake Pantikaka? I really should start screening, man. Yeah. I'm just saying, look, we had such a good week going. If I, had, that, a, if I had a bowl right now, if I had if a... If I throw that... I, I throw that right 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 your face, dude. So what would this guy's ironic punishment be? Um, um, bring it. I'm trying to think of what yeah, we would have know. to do to Radio him. Radio station. Oh! I'd say you'd have he's to call. He's still killing it. He's still... He's still yeah. Discover credit cards. When you don't have... Conversation <laughs> I had with them this week. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, when you don't have an audience to respond, yeah, you can't. You think you're killing it. You keep going. Can, can I? Can I be honest with you guys? What? You guys know the feeling, right? Do you yeah. think that this guy's actually already living his punishment? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You could be right. Thank you, sir. What do you do? Wait, what radio station are you calling next? Yeah, sir? yeah. When are your minutes on Cricket Wireless going to run out? Let's keep him on the phone so he can't make any calls all weekend. <laughs> what show are you going to ruin next? <laughs> you bum. <laughs> Who put you up to this? Todd Jeffries? Who is this? <laughs> Who is it? Was it Bob Come Cole? Clean. Is it Bob Cole? Or Dale and Connor did. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, sir. Oh, God, Any last jokes be before nice. you leave? You Have a fun weekend. All, All right. right. Thanks, you too, See you Wednesday. Be safe. Look at that. He just missed. You know, everybody, hey, you miss 100% of the shots you don't I take. That that's true. And he missed that's a shot true. that he did take. That's, that's all. Right. <laughs> I think that was that Bastrop guy. Remember that he's with got the girlfriend a fake in name. bed? He's got a fake name now? He's been trying to call in more and stuff. That might have been. Yeah, he was supposed to give us the weather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know if that was him. I don't know. I mean, I think it was a guy who's definitely a listener. I think he just, he, 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 he had it up. He took a little shot. It just it just missed. We've all been there. We've all walked up to a group of guys at a party and then tried to throw out a joke, and then it just landed like a hot turd, and you were like, oosh. Mm. I'm going to go back to Punch Bowl. I don't want to brag, but I don't think I've ever been 0-4. <laughs> 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 like, like, I've never... They weren't even three-pointers. They were. There was no high level of difficulty there. I mean, we're watching Squid Game this weekend. I think that's subtle, but... How many episodes in the season, by the way, Matt? Do you know? Do you I don't know. I'm I'm... I'm to I don't want to. I hope it keeps on going. I just finished the episode where they do the thing where they have to jump on the the crystal blocks, the glass box as the bridge goes across. It's pretty good. But it's I know there's going to be a time, like every show I've ever watched. There's come, they're just, and I guess it's the jump the shark thing. But you know, in in a month you'll be despising that show. Why? Like I never thought I would stop watching Cobra Kai. But why am I going to despise did. it in a month? Well, Cobra Kai was terrible from the very the first episode. We kept trying to tell you that. You wouldn't listen. You were so overtaken with nostalgia that you didn't yeah. understand you were watching well, I'm a bad you, show. I'm that's any show. That's just one example. It's just like, after a while, you'll just get, they'll wear it out. Well, this only has like two more episodes, is it? Oh. Uh, but there's a new movie, I guess, coming out called The Apprentice. Oh, yeah, with, uh, of, uh, with uh, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And, they have uh, that guy playing Donald Trump? Yeah. 
Oh, oh it's, it's a movie about the the making of the the reality show The Apprentice. I don't. I think Wait, it's what? just The Apprentice. I think it's about Donald Trump. And they should have. Oh, just him in general, like I a think. life story or something. Maybe. Um, that Brendan Gleeson wow. guy's got his same that's hair. A, that's a subject I'm not tired of. <laughs> it's, a, it's a subject that wasn't rammed down our throats for a decade. I don't know if it's for or against or pro election, but it's the time that I, I don't guess. think that movie can succeed. Even if you were pro Trump, you wouldn't want to see it. Nah, and if you were against Trump, people. you definitely wouldn't want to see it. Like, well, who if, is it? Oliver Stone. How, you, how do you market that? I think that? people that are pro Trump will consume anything. Really, that is Trump. They got burger places that are Trump <laughs> burger yeah. places. People go because they love mm. it. There are still you got to go to more remotes. There are still people that are driving. Uh, it's like they've never had an idol before. It's their Taylor Swift. Mm, it I really see. is. I see. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Uh, Both yeah. time person of the year. Yeah, that's true. I'm <laughs> <thinking> about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. All right. That's it? That's it. Are you telling me time's up or are you saying you got to go run go. one out? I is that go. what that hand exhausted, man. I got to go. He's got to go play craps on the cruise ship. <laughs> I want to play some craps, too. We got to get in that game. I'm telling you, there's one in at the on the way toward my neighborhood. There's I don't want to give it away because I don't want the guys to get in trouble. But there's two dudes behind a business establishment that for two weeks have been throwing dice behind it Give me late at night. Oh, I'll roll for a large Sicilian. Did I just say I don't want to give away the place? Well, we're talking about the immigration oh, office. Oh, snap. I think I know now, too. <laughs> like he, he leaves Little Caesars out of your mouth. Thank you, Boog. Thank you, Nepo. Hey, thank you, guys. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you. Hell of a week. Hell of a semester. We're going to miss you guys. Back in a couple days. We won't miss you, Boog. Don't worry. Eh, I won't. Right back at you, Matt. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome back anytime.